What's the matter, pal? Prozac not working? Lithium just doesn't seem to do it for you anymore? Are you unable to cope? Then you need to talk to your doctor about new Fug It All. In-laws coming for the holidays? Fug It All. Boss riding you again? Fug It All. Wife being a pain in the ass? Fug It All. Fug It All has been prescribed in Europe for years, and thanks to a loophole in FDA regulations, is now available in the good old U.S. of A. Patients using Fug It All should be aware of the following side effects. Oily discharge, spontaneous hair loss, genital shrinking, hysterical blindness, kidney stones, unsightly nail fungus, rectal bleeding, and worms. So, when the pressures of everyday life get you down... I need this on my desk by 7 o'clock! The test came back positive. I'm pregnant. Mommy! Just reach for that little blue bottle and say, Fug It All. I'll get a little tired of that crap, I can tell you right now. Anyway, some bad news, man, some very sad news, and I'm extraordinarily depressed. I don't know why I'm so depressed. It's not like he was a close personal friend, but he was a good guy. Yes. We like Mike Ranieri. Haven't I always consistently said that on this show? Yes, I have. Always. And what a, what a contrast in those great days at IOD coming on middays following Mike Ranieri in the morning as opposed to what we got now <laughs> on two legs. That's what we got. You turd. Excrement on two legs is what we got preceding us now, as opposed to a really good guy, Mike Ranieri. Never, never created any waves, never stole a freight train, and Mike died on Friday. In fact, it's just amazing. You look back at IOD and, uh, and, and you know what, who I blame? Bob Neal. Bob Neal, Bob Green, Cox Broadcasting killed Mike Ranieri. All you young punks out there that want to go into radio, don't do it. Do not do it. I've been telling you that for a hundred years, and my advice today is stronger than ever because I've seen it happen. If you work in this business long enough, sooner or later, somebody in management will ruin your life and screw your ass over. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> or maybe somebody not even in management, not to mention Mo again, because the more I think about him, the sicker I get. Before I get back to Ranieri, which I want to you know, talk about him for a little while, like maybe four hours, you people out there, you've got to grow up. Are you ever going to grow up? No. I heard a call on this station on Friday that had to be all of the other ones, even the guy that talked about, aren't we blessed here, Jim? This, this on a Mad Dog show. Jimbo, what are we going to do? What happened? And this was this was before the Hurricanes lost that game. This was, it was still about the Miami game, which was five days before. Would you please, please, you sports nerds, get a goddamn life. Get your priorities in order. It's just a game. If that's your life, it's time to, like, end it all. Fuck it all and end it all. That's right. 
Pop a couple in your puss and then blow your brains out and save the fresh air for somebody else that might put it to some good use. Jimbo, what do we got? I, I'd love to have that call on tape. Uh, the, the, oh, I'd love to have that. Just just the first few lines. I mean, it sounded like his dog just had wild diarrhea all over the middle of his bed while he was in it. What are we going to do? And then that asshole who called um, from uh, Ohio State called us. He calls Eddie Kaplan. Same one. Oh, well, we've been listening on the Internet all day, and how come you guys aren't talking about the blah, 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 all this other crap? So if this town was that depressed before the Hurricanes game, and I heard also people calling into the Mad Dog saying, well, you know, that game's in the past. Let's uh, forget about the Dolphin because we got the national championship now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Something happened on it. And if anybody believed me that I was going to root for the Hurricanes, did you believe that? Were you buying it? Duff comes running in here with the U of M T-shirt. You know, I just said that just to piss off those idiots from uh, Columbus. That's all. Just to discourage them from continuing their aberrant behavior and wasting our time with their calls. A disgrace. The day I root for the Hurricanes will be a... That'll be the day that I go in there and give a big kiss to Mo on his bald spot. That'll be the same day when I start rooting for that uh, outfit. And they're going to be whining about the interference call. And I see even the governor had to chime in on that. Did you see that? Even Governor Jebster. Sucking around for, you don't have to suck around for votes in the Gables. He's got them all locked up. Sucking their ass. Anyway, getting back to this story, very depressing. Mike Ranieri, 60, South Florida radio personality for almost three decades. Now, the great entertainers is what WIOD was during those days, the heyday of that, uh, before we, uh, really went into another era. Big Wilson, Bill Calder, my good close personal friend, and uh, Mike Ranieri. They were the great entertainers and now they're all dead. Hello. Welcome to Big Radio. Right. They're all dead. What are, and all three great guys. That's the thing that pisses me off. The sports guys on the stage at that time, Rick Weaver and Sonny Hirsch, they're dead. One of the two, good guy. Well, Weaver didn't smell too good. I got along fine with him. Me too? Yeah. We, we liked Rick Weaver. As a matter of fact, let me. there's another good example for you. Back in those days, we had Ranieri as the lead-in. And we had Rick Weaver doing the Dolphin games. The fans beginning to blow the blow the uh, blow the play selection. How do you like that, Mr. Weaver? Don't make mistakes. So maybe he didn't smell so good, but he liked to beat his feet on the Mississippi. Uh, how's that go? Mud. Mud. <laughs> no, when he when he retired, when they actually forced him into retirement, he went out to Mississippi after his wife died. Had himself a good time, maybe a little bit too good of a time, but then he died. Mike Ranieri, one of the first funny morning show personalities in the 1960s and a popular voice in South Florida radio for 27 years, died Friday after a brief illness. He was 60. How come the Sun Sentinel missed this story, Tom Jicka? Oh, wait till I get to Tom Jicka. And his big story Saturday about the Enron movie that unless you got 18 satellite dishes like I do, you don't see in South Florida last night because they preempted it for a stupid heat basketball game where the heat lost by another 80 points. Thank God for having 40 satellite dishes, Tom now, maybe I did miss it. Maybe it wasn't a Sun Sentinel over the weekend, and I just didn't see it. You think that's possible? Highly unlikely. Ranieri, known for his folksy style, spent the latter part of his radio career on Waxy AM 790, where he hosted the morning drive from 1993 to 98. Well, I didn't realize he was there that long, did you? You did? Yeah. When his contract expired. In the early 80s, he'd been a popular host on WIOD 610. A supporter of charitable causes in Miami over the years, Ranieri raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for the Boys and Girls Club, serving on its board of directors for several years. In November 2001, Ranieri was inducted into the Ohio Radio and TV Broadcasters Hall of Fame and recognized on the floor of Congress by longtime friend and former mayor of Cleveland, U.S. Representative Dennis Kucinich. 
born June 9, 1942 in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Not in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but Pittsburgh, Kansas, which I never heard of until this moment. Ranieri grew up mostly in Raleigh, North Carolina. During his 46-year radio career, Ranieri worked in Chicago, Atlanta, Jacksonville, and Cleveland. In addition to his wife, Barbara, and children, Mark Ranieri, Jennifer Goldstein, and Leslie Russo, Ranieri survived by daughter-in-law Robin Ranieri of Atlanta and four grandchildren, and we send our condolences to Barbara and the whole Ranieri family. In lieu of flowers, donations can be made in Ranieri's name to the Boys and Girls Club of Miami, their charity of your choice. Private services have already been held. Very depressing, very sad. I blame the Cox people, they ruined it, and I also blame your good fat friend, Henry Barrow. And Mark Benson, bald-headed Mark Benson, who stabbed him in the back at Waxy. How do you like that? Nice going, Henry. By the way, Henry, I don't think you're going to be around too long. You're getting really fat. He was in here like back in November with his lovely daughter. She's lovely. He's not. Yeah, remember when they stabbed uh, poor Mikey in the back sure. and took over that show? They took the show away from him. How long did that last? About five minutes? I don't think they were on a month, to be honest. How's Roger doing? Your good friend Roger. Now, what was the story? Was he on with him? Was he part of that? Now don't don't just don't make know. just don't make something up That's out of personal pique, which you have a habit of doing. I don't recall. I've never no, you, ever you done have that. a habit of making things up like have. that just because you hold a you hold a grudge. Up. And speaking of drudge, oh brother, I got so much stuff to talk about here. It's just coming out of uh, all parts. Now remember about a month ago when I was here last time, back in uh, late October, early November, somebody called and said they heard Mike on the ear and he sounded like he was drunk. Yes. And then somebody else said it sounded like he had a stroke. Yes. So evidently he had, it just says he died after a brief illness. It doesn't say what he died from, but we're very sorry to read that. And of course, like I said, he's dead now. And th that was what I thought. I was sitting in my car on the corner of 441 Ives Dairy this morning, right outside here, waiting for the light to change to make my left hand turn to come to work. And I thought to myself, he's dead and certain other people are alive. I don't want to mention any names yet. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know I know. What, do you know what I'm thinking? Every time someone dies, I think. <laughs> oh, do you really? 11 past 9 at 560 WQM. Well, it's a new year, and I know what you're all thinking. How did I gain all this weight? Well, don't despair, because with the Atkins low-carb diet, these pounds can be gone before you can say Delights of West Boca. Delights of West Boca, a megastore for the Atkins diet or any low-carb, sugar-free diet, is the place to shop. Good reason to join the thousands who travel to Delights. They've got over 600 delicious Low-carb food products like their new control-carb chocolate brownies in four scrumptious flavors, only one and a half carbs. So whether it's carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta, and sauces, Delights of West Boca is the place you want to be shopping, and you can sample anything in the store before you buy. They have a knowledgeable staff who really know their crap, and they're open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10. They carry the most complete line of Atkins brand products in the universe that always are 25% off all day, every day. By now, you've heard the reports where the studies that rate the Atkins diet number one. So do the smart thing and head for the number one low-carb, sugar-free store around, the Lights of West Book on the northeast corner of Glades and 441 next to Boston Market. Or call 1-877-LOW-CARB or on the web. You can find them at lowcarb.com. Don't forget, there's only one Delights of West Book. It's your official Atkins retail center. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. People tired of that crap, I can tell you right now. Ranieri here, man of your dreams from Uncle Mikey's Double Talk School. That's right, a school of double talk with old Uncle Mike. Do you ever have those embarrassing social situations where you just don't know what to say? You know, words fail you? Well, Uncle Mikey can help by teaching you to say half as much in twice the time with half the brain power. We'll reduce your embarrassment by 50%. You'll only be embarrassed half as much. Because instead of thinking up two somethings to say, you only got to think of one something. Maybe only half of something or something like that. 
You know, you meet a girl and you say, my, you look lovely. Then instead of thinking up another clever line, you just say, my, my, how lovely you look. It's simple. It's painless. Best of all, we have easy payment package plans. We got package plans at the School of Double Talk. Where is this place, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. But I lost my place. I lost my place, but I got to keep talking because we don't do retakes. We don't do no retakes at W-I-O-N-D. Heck, I remember uh, old uh, Mr. Eagle there used to blow his nose right in the middle of a couple of his spots there back in the olden days. Ah, here it is. Here it is. 1401 North Bay Causeway in beautiful North Bay Village. That's the Uncle Mikey Double Talk School. That's the school of Double Talk. I see a blimp. And the blimp has a flashing sign on the side. The sign says, hi, my name is Neil. Now, wait a minute. The blimp. <laughs> you know something? I remember that morning. How do you like that? What a memory, yeah. huh? And I also remember the morning when Bob Green called me into his orifice before my show that day while Mikey was still sitting there on the air, unbeknownst to him on a Friday morning, and says to me, Neil, we've decided to make a change. We've decided to let Mike go. We've decided to make... Don't be talking to him, okay? Don't pay any attention to him. Pretend he's Who? not there. That little piece of turd. Just ignore him. Because I'm, I'm getting on a plane right now and getting the hell out of here if you're gonna, if this is gonna go on every goddamn day. If the two of you spicks are gonna sit there and talk in Spanish while I'm trying to do a radio show and just ignore my fat old ass. Remember what I told you about him? Just pretend he's not there, okay? You'll be a lot, you'll be way ahead of the game. Apparently they showed that Enron movie on 33. What does that mean? I, somebody just called Well, who said, the hell would know that? Not me. I mean, unless you caught a thing in the beginning where they say, if you want to see the thing, uh, turn over to 33. And not only that, but how come Tom Jicka, in his big column here on Saturday in the Sun Sentinel, in CBS movie, Enron looks like a gas, but it was running on E. It was a damn good movie last night, enough to piss off the Pope, I'll tell you, with the crooked E. Excellent. How come in this story it doesn't say anything about uh, it won't be on Channel 4, they're going to be farming it out to 33, and they're carrying the heat game? I don't see that on there, little Tommy, in your big column about this story. It would be nice if the story, if the movie was so good, which it was, to let people know where the hell they can see it would be a real good idea. But no, not in this godforsaken place. And here's the poll from a Friday. Now, do you notice we've been on for like 15 minutes? There isn't one call about Mike Winery dying. Not one call. 27 years he labored on the air in this market, about the same as I've been on here. 27 years, and he dies, there's not one call. We worked for him for how long? What, nine years? Well, he wasn't there the whole nine years, but I would say like seven, wouldn't you? Seven. Seven years. And there's not one call on this board for people to say they, whatever, something, just to show a little common decency and a little respect, which you people don't have in this town. I can't wait for the day that I croak. Well, I don't mean that literally, but you know what I'm saying? You just imagine what that's going to be. Oh, well, he was okay, and he was a real bastard, and uh, now now let's move on to the next ball game, you know. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Shame on you people, man. Shame on you. What a disgrace. He wasn't controversial. He wasn't a great, innovative broadcaster. He was just a good guy. He was just there. He was He was like uh, a friend. Right, did those fishing reports? Did the fishing reports and a lot of hokey, corny First stuff. Day, but it was, it was, uh, you know, he had a lot of loyal listeners. He was on for a long time, and he was a good guy. That was the best part, and always nice to me, and even to George, which really says a lot. The fact he was nice to George. I mean, well, nobody's perfect. 
the hell's wrong with you people anyway? You're going to wake up and sniff the crocodiles and the daffodils or what? Heartless place this is. This is a cruel, vicious, heartless place. And all they care about is, oh, we lost the ball game. What are we going to do, Jimbo? What are we going to do? You silly sports holes, man. I hope somebody sniffs your jockstrap and then sticks it up your ass. I can't stand it. A bunch of silly ass people. And you think that this was such a great sports town, you know. Put the Panther game on, on Waxy, and not, we don't even get one call about it. Jugs McDonald's ready to come here and yank Moe's uh, wig off just out of spite. He's so pissed off about it, is what I'm hearing. That's what I heard through the rapevine, that Jugs is foaming at the mouth. Plus, he knows that Gildy wants his job next year. He might, Eka might come storming in here during that morning show one of these days and take care of both of them. He might do a twofer. You know what I'm saying? The old Jugmeister, he might just reach, bend right down and <laughs> fart in both their faces. And if Jugs farts in your face, believe me, you'll know it. It's like when Fat Boy was in here earlier to get on that scale. I have, I have never, and because I try not to look, but he walked right by me here. I've never seen an ass like that in my life. There are, there are small towns in, towns in Montana smaller than his ass, guaranteed. There are villages in South Florida. Like like Two Egg, you ever been to Two Egg? You know they have that stoplight. I've been through Two Egg. That's not as big as his ass. Did you notice that ass when it went flying by this? Uh, well, not flying when it went creeping by this yeah. window on the walker. I noticed the workout pants. Jesus K Christ. Nylon. And they're talking about the way that I dress. This is a guy who goes out to represent the radio station. He's one of our sales holes. He goes out there in public and represents us. And he's wearing nylon stretch pants, size ninety nines. The likes of which nobody has ever seen in the history of the human race. They use him as the human target when they start going over to Baghdad. Just zero in on any part of him, and you got to be close. He'd make a great human shield. <laughs> oh, here's our good friend uh, Terry Griffin. How are you, Terry? Hi. How you doing, Neil? Okay. I just found out. I just got in the car and found out about Mike. Uh, I don't think it was in the Sun Sentinel on Saturday or Sunday. No, nah, they, I... they they missed this altogether. They certainly did, but uh, I worked with Mike uh, starting in 1991, and of course I was the grunt of the newsroom, and that guy treated me like a queen. He right. really did. He, he treated me like a queen, too, as a matter of fact. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He was one of the nicest, nicest guys he I was. ever worked with next to you, and I know I'm, I know I'm kissing your butt, but it's true. And uh, he, he just treated me like I, I knew what I was doing, even though I didn't at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I'm so sorry to hear that news. I really, really am. Yeah, he was one of the good people. You know, all the people that we've worked with over the years in this business. And, you know, yeah. there, there are good people and bad people in between. But he was one of the good guys. Yeah, he was. You know, Sonny Hirsch, Sonny Hirsch is gone and now Mike Ranieri. Yeah. Well, what are we going to do next? What are you doing these days, Terry? Oh, I'm working at uh, Gloves 94. Really? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, doing that in the morning and... Uh, that's why I just got in the car a little bit ago, and I listen to you on the way home all the time. And I and I. So in other words, you just found out when I was talking about it. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Of that must have been a shock. It it certainly was. Because I had so. a call from Norma Kent last night at home that at least braced me for the shock. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I um, uh, you just take good care of yourself, okay, Neil? I'm working on it. You too. We need we yeah. need people like you, okay? Thanks, Terry. Take care. You take bye care. Bye bye, Terry bye -bye. Griffin from our uh, those news days. In fact, when she heard, did you see that uh, Richard Gebhardt now, he wants to be uh, the president? Another dick in the White House? That was her response to that. Richard Gebhardt, personality like a dead man. Oh, the Republicans are just salivating. In fact, I bet you Matt Grudge, I bet you she's just rubbing her legs together like a grasshopper about the thoughts of that. I get in the car Friday afternoon.
I turn on this station, and there's Eddie Kay, my good friend Eddie Kay, good guy, but I'm not into that gambling stuff, you know. One of the first calls I hear is that punk from Columbus again, from Ohio State. Same guy, same words, verbatim. Oh, we've been listening to your station all day up here. So I just punched the button. I went over to FM first, which is going to lead me to our poll today. I went over to FM. You couldn't find a song you ever wanted to hear on FM in this market if you went. If you walked into the studio of the station with a goddamn Uzi and stuck it to the program director's head, they'd still be playing Build Me a Buttercup by the Foundations on Magic. That guy, and I hope Rick Shaw's listening right now, okay? I don't know what time Rick's on anymore, but I, I really sympathize. See, there's another survivor. He's been on here here over 40 years. And when you work in this business, you have to work for a lot of assholes, like Petey Bulger. He's an asshole. Oh, worse than that. In fact, when you call Petey Bulger an asshole, it's an insult to every asshole on the face of this planet. Tragic. So I'm, I'm punching around. I can't find a song I want to hear. Now. Zeta, by the way, nice job, Clear Channel. You've really done a great job with every station that you bought. You've butchered just about every one of them. So I finally give up, and I punch over to AM again, and I punch to IOD to see what the Schmidtmeister is doing. Well, the Schmidtmeister is on vacation. And guess who's filling in for the Schmidtmeister, which I already told you, the whiny, self-hating, right-wing Miss Drudge. Matt Drudge is on there. And I thought to myself, oh, my God. Oh, no. And his guest, no less, was the even more unctuous Ann Coulter. And all of a sudden, I started getting this... Smell this heavy smell from my radio speakers in the car. I had to like roll down the windows because it was nice and cool out anyway. When in doubt, I aired it out, and the car too. Miss Grudge. There's a great book. In fact, he inspired me when I heard his right-wing self-hating ramblings, along with Ann Coulter, inspired me to dust off this book that Boca Brown gave me a couple of months ago, and I'm reading it right now. Excellent book, Blinded by the Right: The Conscience of an Ex-Conservative by David Brock. And she really spills it all out there, Miss Brock. In fact, I'm reading the prologue. What a coincidence. Let me just read one paragraph. While working on Blinded by the Right for the past three years, I stayed out of the news and used the time to attempt to find a sense of peace, emotional balance, and personal integrity that had eluded me during my dozen years in the right wing. I had no plan or desire to speak against Ted Olson's nomination. I was simply answering questions. But when I did, failed Supreme Court nominee Robert Bork and former independent counsel Kenneth Starr fanned out in the press to vouch for Olson's character and the virulent right-wing scandal machine, which my own reporting for The Spectator had done much to create back in the early 1990s, went into overdrive to besmirch me. Internet gossip Matt Drudge put up his flashing red sirens and claimed breathlessly he had obtained a bootleg copy of this book. Brock plans scorched earth book outlines reporters' rise and fall in Washington, threatens lawsuit against Drudge. The trouble with Drudge's item says David Brock, was that he didn't have the book. Miss Drudge. Oh, yeah, well, he was the one that found the dress and the stain on the dress. You're supposed to take it to the cleaners, you know, when you get that stain on the dress, Matt, not lick it. You simpering, self-hating piece of turd, you. Tragic. Oh, and then the calls that were coming into Miss Drudge. Oh, it's such an honor to speak to you, to speak to both of you. You sycophants, you right-wing assholes here, because I'm talking about the ones coming from Miami. You should have heard it. You'd have puked your guts out. Anyway, here's the poll result from Friday. Boy, it sure took me long enough to get around to this. Here's Dave Slater. Good morning. How are you doing, Dave? I'm not doing too good. You know, I read about uh, Mike. You know, I worked with him for uh, eight years, you know, doing the traffic and all the shticks with Henry and right. all the guys over there. And it's just, Depressing. You know, radio, it's... it's it's, he's going to be missed. 
There's nobody left. You're the only one left, and after you, that's that's it. Radio's dead here. Yeah. I mean, radio's just dead. I mean, the whole, you know, all the morning sticks we used to do, and I remember when we called the Queen at Buckingham Palace. Right. Mm -hmm. That, and we reached the prison where uh, Sophia Lauren was. It was just, you know, those are things that don't happen anymore. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, it's all cookie-cutter crap now. Yeah, it's all, it's all rip and read, and all, you know, uh, just, you know, garbage that's put on there. It's all... There's no originality anymore. You're the only one left. That's it. After you, you know, I don't know what's out there. And I remember those days, you know, when I got called in the office and they decided they didn't tell me anything. Oh, we don't want you anymore. Right. You know, That's right. Know. How can we ruin your life? Yeah. It, it, you know, no, no, no excuse. And then they put this cookie cutter traffic service on. They don't don't know streets and avenues of anything, and they don't know from nothing. Right. I mean, the whole the whole town is like, you know. Uh, those days are gone. Unfortunately, I don't think they'll ever come back. Now you know I get out of here as much as I can. Oh, I don't blame you. I wish I could get out of here. I've been here 22 years, and I'm waiting for the day to get out of here. I'll see you on the bus, Dave. Take care. You too. Okay. Dave Slater, all the, uh, see, people are finding out about it from me because the Sun Sentinel totally blew it. Harold buried it back in the obit section. It would seem to me that when you work on radio in this market for nearly 30 years that you deserve a little bit better than just to be back in the obituaries with a little tiny blurb like this. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But he was somebody in this market. He meant something to a lot of people in this market. Now, I'm more depressed about his dying than I was Bill Carter, and Bill was a good friend of mine, one of my best friends. You know what I mean? I don't know why. Well, I mean, well, Bill, I didn't know Bill, Bill. Huh? I Bill was know. a great guy. But, I mean, he had cancer, and it was like not... It was a shock that he died so fast. He went very fast. But it wasn't that we didn't know he was going to die, at least within a few months. But this just comes out of the blue. 1,089 votes. Oh, I guess I better do the break before we get to those poll results. And then we got the new poll about the FM stations. You can't complain about the music on the radio in this town because, generally speaking, there isn't any. There isn't any. Just like that, the, the CBS thing with that Enron movie. It's, it's so consistent. Why is everything here so goddamn mediocre, like Dave was just saying? Everything is mediocre, including you, Tom Jicka, you little bald-headed prick. God, does it make me sick to talk about that bald-headed prick. Who was on his station, by the way, filling in for Eddie Kaya not too long ago, right? On a Friday night, Tom yes. Jicka? I heard about two minutes of it. I was up in Toronto, and somebody called me. Actually, I think it was Rimmer, you know, the voice of ba -ba -ba -ba, the gossip, the inta. Tom Jicka's on. Tom Jicka's on. I think he mentioned your name. Tom Jicka's on. Hey, Rimmer, cut the crap, okay? Go out and cut the law and then cut the crap. What did uh, Muff just write there on the thing? He wants to write the uh, book. We are, we're way ahead of you, Muff, okay? See, we've been working all along. We're not on permanent vacation like you guys in Aerosmith. We've been working right along feverishly over this hot microphone here, not with too much response, not with too many results, but we've been doing our goddamnedest to try to maintain some sense of semblance until you guys decided you want to come back to work. Oh, that's right, Duff was here last week. Well, whatever. Rip him an ass anyway, just tell him. Just because we're pissed off that Mikey died. And most of the people in this audience don't even know who Mike Ranieri was. Well, that's your loss, okay? He was a good guy. And they effed him over there at Cox Broadcasting, for which we never forgive. That we never forgive. Well, another year's come and gone. It's a new year. You want a new you, and you've all made these resolutions for new this, new that, like a new paint job for the house, new carpeting. But what about the money? All of this new stuff's going to cost you thousands of dollars. The trick is to make something look brand new when it's not. 
That's why I use Dry Concepts in my house. When your carpets are really clean, they do look just like brand new. And Dry Concepts is the only service in the world that dry cleans your carpets, drapes, expensive area rugs. And believe me, your friends will think you replaced your carpeting with brand new. Dry Concepts technicians are schooled and certified by the Institute of Inspection, Cleaning, and Restoration. And they'll leave your carpets soil-free, vibrant in color, and softer to the touch. So don't forget when it's time to clean your carpets, upholstery, or leather furniture, it's time for Dry Concepts. Problem with pet odors or mildew odors caused by water damage? No problem. Dry Concepts can get them out for you. You owe it to yourself and to your carpets to call the professionals at Dry Concepts, toll-free, 1-800-248-5071, or just log on to www.dryconcepts.com. Dry Concepts, clean today, entertain tonight. Not just their slogan, it's their business at Dry Concepts. W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station. Over 12 million people were given karaoke machines for Christmas. People who have absolutely no business singing are now holding a microphone and butchering your favorite tunes. They're singing at birthday parties. At first, at first, at first I was afraid, I was petrified. They're singing at bachelor parties. <laughs> Whoa. Love will keep us together. They're singing at dinner parties. Now, Run Call presents the perfect solution to this post-holiday nightmare. Introducing the exploding karaoke disc. Hey, guys, let's do some karaoke. Oh, boy, hey, hey, before we get started, Len, I got a new disc for you. Wait a minute. Does it have I Will Survive on it? Of course it does. Here, let me pop it in for you. Okay. Now, I'm going to run quick to the bathroom. You warm up a little bit, okay? All I'll right. be back. Okay. Where are we going? Where are we going? Come on. Where are we going? Just come with me. Check, check. One, two, one, two, one, two. At, one, two. at first, at, at first I was afraid. I was... The exploding karaoke disc from Runco. Highly illegal, but effective. You blew me up. Ah! 934 at 560 WQAM. Here's a lady in North Miami Beach. Hello. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Sorry about that. Talking to a coworker. Uh, I met you in Ranieri ages ago when he had a jukebox winning contest, and I was one of the winners. Really? The man was a gentleman. Yeah. You were a gentleman. It made my day, and I miss him terribly. Okay. Have Thanks. a good day. Thanks. You too. Yeah, when you work with all these assholes in this business, I mean, there, you know, it's some nice people we work with. The only problem is a lot of them are dead, like Sonny Hurst. There's so many nice people who are dead. Remember that thing in Fatso where he said the good people are the fat people and the fat people are the dead people? Yes. Well, the same thing is true in radio. The good people are the dead people, for the most part. And then there's us. Here's a fax from uh, Josh in Chicago who says, I wonder if that's Josh uh, as in uh, our Josh, like Clarence, you know? Is, is he back? He must be. He didn't make an appearance in here after all this time he's been away. I noticed he was in there consorting with the morning uh, crew in the window. He was in there dancing around, flashing or whatever he was doing, showing him his uh, butterfly strut. Here's a fax from Josh. Well, that's okay. We understand. We're not a sports. So we're not an integral part of the radio station. We're not a sports nerd show. We aren't here to go on and uh, satisfy all those assholes up there in Columbus, all those punks who are sitting around having their circle jerk now because they want a stupid-ass football game on a bad call. Welcome back. I'm no longer a South uh, Floridian, but don't cry for me. It says, I live in a real town with a real soul. I was on MSN on Friday trying to figure out what time kickoff for the game was. What game was that, Josh? And what did I see? A column by Dave Hyde. How did that no-talent ass clown get a national column? He was being a total South Florida sports nerd saying Miami's going to win big. They haven't been respected and they're all fired up. Ohio State is in trouble. 
I wonder if he's still staring at his TV going, humma, 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 humma. That's what it says here. Although it says, humana, humana, humana. I think he means, humma, 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 humma. welcome back to reality, Hurricane fans. George did an okay job while you were gone. Tell him to keep trying. One day he'll get there. Keep trying. One day he'll get there, George. Says you did an okay job. Not great. I'll take it. Okay. It was not sensational. It was just, okay. Yeah. 1,101 votes. They continue coming in there on the poll from Friday. And I got news for you, Mo. It's too late. You know, he's mentioning my name now. Big stinking deal. Like he's supposed to get brownie points for that? Mentions my name? Just goes with the territory. You know, it's like uh, getting out of bed in the morning, putting on your underwear when you get dressed. It's not a big deal. Nobody's going to give you brownie points for sticking on your underwear or mentioning my name. See, these people that like to do all their hateful crap behind the scenes, and then they go on the air and they put on this big show for everybody, and uh, they're in denial, you know. Where do you get your information? Blah, blah, blah. All this uh, bombastic horse crap. You're not fooling anybody, Mo. You're not fooling us. Nobody in this room, okay? We draw the line at freaking nine. And when I saw that Ranieri died, when I heard that news, that, that just, that cinched it for me. I had a lot of thoughts about this whole mode stuff over the weekend, at least 20 seconds worth. And I thought, you know what, my response, my whole conclusion of the deal, F him. F him. That was my response. Screw him. Excrement on two legs. So he's got a good voice. So he does good play by, but what the hell, does that make him a good guy? No. Does that make him somebody it's a pleasure to work with like Rainier was or Bill Calder or all the nice people we worked with or Rick and Sons? No. Like that asshole that calls here on Friday. From Remember that call from the Gables? Well, do you think he has a good voice? Yeah, so what about it? What about it? What, what does that mean? I know a lot of people have great voices. And some of them are assholes. Some of them may be good guys. Then there was Chud Huntley. He's dead. 1,103 votes. What should Neil do regarding mode during 2003, we asked on Friday. And I, I must say this, uh, naive me coming back Thursday and Friday last week, I should have just taken the rest of the week off. What's another couple of days? They wouldn't have said anything. What would they have said? Boy, that sure is a long vacation. Yeah, and? And? What about it? Everybody else here was gone except poor Muff, who was in there working over that radio feverishly. He sits in there with his hand on the dial during the whole show. No, he's cranking up the volume, turning it down. He's fine-tuning. Well, what else is he going to do? Macrame? A little macrame. Well, I think he does that with the other hand. Origami? 1,103 votes. What should Neil do regarding Moe during 2003? Rip him some Moe. Now, the amazing part about this, for those who didn't listen Friday, which is almost everybody, uh, that was a late addition to the poll, right near the end of the show, which is my own omission. Rip him some Moe. 499, 45.2%. Rip him some Moe. Oh, and we will. We will, as the mood strikes us, like uh, maybe every 10 seconds. Steal his hairpiece, 250, 22.6%. Stick by his guns, ignore him, meaning I should stick by my guns, 182. And then we got these two other categories, which total between them only 15.4%. Kiss and make up 90 and make peace 81. That's only 15 point. So 85% of the audience has got a hostile attitude toward the Momeister. And he can point fingers at me, anybody else, but he's got nobody to blame but himself. Came in here, alienated everybody, even before he got on the air, alienated all the sports nerds, came on, alienated us by starting with George and all that crap, and then it's gone downhill from there. So the fact that Ranieri died over the weekend, this is just just another reminder of what it was like in the old days. Because you know what? We were having fun. We were having fun. We had a good time. 
I remember the day that Mike had his, uh, what was it, his 20th anniversary on the town, something like that, and uh, they asked me to go in there, and I went in the studio. He was just in heaven, the fact that I did that for him. Not that it was a big deal. It wasn't like a great deal of effort. He was just a very simple, plain, easy-going, nice guy. No pretensions, no pompous ass routine, no talking down to people, no browbeating the people that worked with him, no blowing people off the show all the time because of the fact they looked at him cross-eyed or didn't suck his crack enough. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You were late that one day, the behind stuck behind the bridge again or something like that. Right, that's where we got that squirt, squirt, squirt. That's right. where that came from. Let he may not be out. with us anymore, but he left us squirt, squirt. He left us that. Just, uh, you know, just the kind of guy who is a pleasure to work with. Here's a fax from Carolyn who says, I saw Mike's obituary in a Sunday Herald just a no bit with uh, the others. No article. I wondered if those idiots at the Herald knew who he was. Then a short article this morning which said nothing more than the obit, which I have right here. I met him once, a great guy. Those were the great days of radio. Mike, you and Rick and said my sympathies, Carolyn. Thanks, Carolyn. Those were the great days. Now, we're just, let's face it, we're just playing out the string here. We get nothing. Thanks again to Greg, like I told you off the year. When Greg Reed sent his application, his resume to the Beasley people years ago, Right at the top of the resume, it said, I know how to run a radio station. The only problem is, or in fact, it was like a recommendation from somebody else. It says, Greg knows how to run a radio station. He airbrushed out the I in R-U-I-N. That's what he did. Everything was going great. And it was like Dizzy Roo all over again. Just like when Bob Neal came down from Atlanta, they were getting ready to sabotage Ranieri, and I said, don't do it. We had lunch up at some bogus place in Fort Lauderdale. I said, don't do it, Bob. I said, well, we did these studies, and half of the audience wants entertainment, half of them want news. And then they put on that awful Chuck Meyer news show with those awful phoner interviews. And once they messed with their morning show, that station was never the same again, and they wound up selling it. How do you like that? Hey, a lot of work went into that show. And the same thing here. Every time Greg would come in here and start mumbling about the worst team this and the worst team that, I'd say, are they making you money? Is that show making money? Well, yeah, but, 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 yeah, but, 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 my ass. And now you screwed it up and we went through months of hell on this station. We went through the, uh, Defoe and the Geldy and the, uh, Defoe show and the, uh, or what's it, Ron Hershey Highway show. We've gone through hell and now look what we got. Now look what we got. A silly old man with bad varicose veins and 15 hair pieces. Although I do like the one he wears for Sukkis. 18 till 10. Well, I gotta get this emotion out because I'm all, it's all pent up. I'm just psychotic. Psychotic. You sit back, you think you know a little bit about this business, and you watch these other make-believe, the make-pretend management people who made their whole livelihoods with other people's money, who run around pretending to be big shots with bad haircuts with other people's money. Screwing up people's lives, like the fact that this same clown that we're talking about, Greg Reed, was ready to blow George out of here because of the whim of some other temperamental old fart. I've decided to terminate George Rodriguez. You have my ass, you have. My ass. Go stick that hole in your head again, Greg. See how big the hole is, okay? Or stick the other one in your Rectum. whatever the head you want. Yeah, you had to be the scapegoat because I read a few of those silly emails on here. A bunch of baby crap, a bunch of childish nonsense. And then he turns around and says, the reason he was going to fire you is because you lied to him, and he can't have people who lie in this building. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the man who invented the lie. He's got liar written all over his forehead. How do you like those billboards, by the way, welcome me back to town? He he isn't even afraid to lie in writing. He'll put it in writing, this company. They don't care. Oh, if you don't like it, you know, see ya. <clears throat> 
9.43 at 5.60 WQM. Do I sound a little worked up today? So, Good. I'll tell you somebody who's always worked up. And you know who, who, and, uh, you know who also wants to send his condolences? I'll do it for him. Is Tom Lehman down there at Hallett. He was on with Mikey for years. Loved Mike Ranieri. Tom Lehman and General Sales Manager Joe Prieto of Hallett Pontiac GMC wish Neil Rogers listeners a very happy new year. When you're going to Hallett, be sure and check out the year's biggest selection of 2003 GMC Envoys, Envoy XLs, Yukon, Yukon XLs, and Denali's. That is correct. Nobody's got a bigger selection than <coughs> Hallett Pontiac. I'm getting choked up. <coughs> Maybe it's the disease in this room again. Call OSHA, even though it's not expedient to correct the problem at this time. Hallett's also got an unbeatable selection of great pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Credit problems, never a problem at Hallett. If everybody else in town turns you down for a deal, they'll still get you into a car at Hallett Pontiac. So if you want to check out the biggest selection on GMC SUVs, Neal Deals, and lots more, this is the place. It's a pleasure to shop. They've been around in town in the same great location over 35 years, treating people great. Hallett Pontiac GMC, 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's US 1 across from the falls, open every day, seven days a week. For more information, call the Neal Deal hotline, toll-free, 1-888-534-4211. That's one triple eight five three four forty two eleven, and don't forget to mention you heard about the Neal deal because it'll save you even more cash. Hallett Pontiac GMC, who be professional grade. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio five sixty QAM. God. I can remember back when radio was cool. I said when I grow up, that's what I wanna do. But now it's run by greedy corporate holes and suits. They're only there about the bottom line, not you. They are omnipotent, their power has no end. Because the CEO is daddy Bush's friend. And so the snow is meant for you to hear instead. They butchered it, baby. Every great station from She and INZ and IOD and every other great station that there ever was in this town on the radio, they've butchered it, the cheap channel bastards. They suck, especially Petey Bulger. He's an asshole. David Ross. He's an asshole. And others. So here's the Sun Sentinel. Tom Jicka's big column today. Is Tom uh, writing about Ranieri dying? No. No. His uh, big uh, TV advice, check out new UPN show Abby. Yeah, there you go. It's another one of his cookie cutter, which he wrote days ago because it was already on the website over the weekend. See, Tom Jicka, in spite of what you say, he's uh, he's pathetic. He's just pathetic. He's tragic. You didn't say in spite of what I say, right? I was just joking. Oh, okay. Well, what do you got against Tom? Nothing. I just I thought he's a pretty good there. guy. No, he's pathetic. He's sad. For example, you know, when we had all the business with Fox News and Fox News Heather, that was and it was with uh, John Gibson. That was a national story. 
Here's the guy that's supposed to be the TV radio writer, and the, 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 I mean, Kevin Paxton, nobody even knows who, the, who that is. Here's the guy who presents himself to the public as the big TV radio expert. Did, was there one word about it in the newspaper? God forbid, because he might actually give me a little publicity. Well, in, in this particular case, it's got nothing to do with me. A guy that was on the air here who was a major, major player in this market for almost 30 years dies, and Tom Zick hasn't discovered it yet. Now, maybe maybe there is something in the obituaries, okay? Maybe before I get too carried away here, Thomas Mahaney, 46, uh, businessman, he died. Lord Jenkins, 82, British politician, died. You know Lord Jenkins? No. Neither do I. Let me look under alphabetical order here. Let's see, uh, Dade County. I don't see it. I don't see nothing here. So there you go. Once again, and this is the same Tom who writes about the Enron movie last night is so great, but doesn't bother telling us that if you really want to see it, it's going to be on Channel 33 because Channel 4, the CBS network affiliate in Miami, is busy showing a freaking Miami Heat game that nobody gives a flying fig about. How do you like that? Nobody could give two Schmitz about it. I couldn't give one Schmidt about it. How do you like them apples, huh? So another good reason to have 455 satellite dishes, just in case. Because in this town, God forbid that they should show you. And it was, it was, it was really a great movie. I mean, it really it was basically about this one guy and his uh, fiance and about how he went into Enron and got the job and about all the promises they made about how Ken Lee told them this and about all the lies and, and they were behind the scenes telling everybody to sell and they were telling all their own employees to buy, 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 you know. And let me say it again, Ted, David, and all you grave robbers at CNBC, you should all be in federal prison. You should be in Alcatraz. This is another one of the great scandals in the history of this country, and somehow they just go on General Electric, the whole bunch of them, they just go unscathed, you know, except on this show, which nobody listens to anyway. Got a handful of people. Oh, and then that guy that called on Friday. Talk about amusing. Outflank Democrats wonder how to catch up in media wars. Oh, yeah, Neil, you're the guy. You're the guy. you got to be the guy to go under against Rush. Yeah, my fat ass, okay? You crazy? These are the people who want to resurrect the light bulb again. They want us to be light bulb senior. And go back to the days against the right, against the left. Don't you understand? Nobody to the left of Attila the Hun in this country gives a flying crap, which is why the right-wing fascists have taken the whole country over. And if you think I'm going to, like, flush down the last few years of my career and my life trying to be a big hero, forget about it. I'm not that stupid. Maybe pretty stupid working for Greg Reed, but I'm not that stupid. Nobody cares. It's only the rabid right-wing, born-again, fanatical, gun-squeezing, uh, fetus-hugging. Those are the only people that care. Like Miss Drudge, who's rattling her spears in the closet right now. Sorry, Lynn, that's the way it goes, honey. We can't all have good friends. Oh, well, even you said he was a nice guy. Yeah, well. And I said that Adolf was probably pretty entertaining at a cocktail party, too. That's what I, I said. See, I don't buy that. I don't buy that crap about this one's a nice guy. And maybe I'm unusual, okay? Maybe wow. I'm a little bit strange. They're all like, yeah. But I'm one of those people who doesn't, for example, James Carville and Mary Magdalene, or whatever the hell her name is, they're married. Yeah. He's he's as far to the left as you can get without being a card-carrying commie pinko fag. And she's as far to the right as you can get without uh, marrying Pat Buchanan. And they're married. See, I just, I can't even have friendships Explain like that. Explain me that. No, I can't have friendships. Now, if somebody looked good and we want to have like 20 minutes of fun, that's okay. Just don't talk politics. That That's another story. Because you know those right-wingers. But other than that, I just I don't want to associate with people who are like uh, you know virulently uh, out uh, who stand for everything that's against what I believe in and I'm all about. I can't deal with that. So what's that all about? Don't know. Well, he's your good friend, Miss oh, Grudge. We had lunch once, Miss Grudge. He paid. Oh, 
There you go. If you want to know who George's friends are, from Al Goldstein to Miss Drudge, anybody that ever bought him lunch, and maybe even Rimmer someday if he ever buys him that lunch. See, but that'll never happen. Well, how do you know? Might sh shock oh, you one of these I days. Know. Then he'll come on here and say, hey, Neil, let's do a hockey show. Let's call Rimmer and do a hockey show. Yeah, come on, let's. Over your dead body. Here's our poll question today. It's sure taken me a long time to get around to it, but I'm whipped up into a frenzy today. I'm pissed off and fired up. What's the best FM station in South Florida? Here's the list. I think I got it. You know how why I got them all? Because I went in the Arbitron oh, thing. I made sure I didn't miss any. I mean, I, I left a couple out that nobody ever heard of. WLRN, WMXJ, Magic, WMIB. By the way, WMIB is Men in Black. That's the new uh, where Smegma used to be, just in case. WLVE, WEDR, WHQT, WPOW, Power, WPYM, Party Radio. <laughs> Sucks. WHYI, WFLC, The Coast, WRMF, Zeta, WAMR, WRMA. Now, there's no uh, confusion there, is there? WRMA? Uh -huh. w no. WBGG, Big, WRTO, WKIS, WXDJ, WLYF, WCMK, or they all suck. Those are the choices. we got the list of all the major FM stations in this market, or they all suck. Now, I didn't put, like, the Gator on there. You people in Palm Beach County and the other, uh, they're not in the market. Nobody here can hear those stations. Right. So with all due respect, bug off. What's with uh, KPX's signal lately? I don't know. I don't listen to WKPX. I'd like to, but I can't. Well, they got it's a signal problem? So like it disappeared. It's just uh, not even there. Maybe maybe the governor peed on their uh, tower or something. Because it's a high school station. Maybe they're not all a bunch of right-wing uh, sycophants. Maybe they're playing some pretty radical crap on there. And we don't want to have too much radical crap on here, especially like those pirate stations. On Thursday, I'm driving on a turnpike, and I, I don't know what the hell I was looking for. Was it 94.3 the guy said we should be listening to? It doesn't come in in the data Broward. So 94.5, I discovered, was some Schwarzer pirate station, and they were playing, you know, exactly the, what you'd expect, F this and SH that. And F, every other word was F, U, and SH. A nigger? No, nigger. Oh, yeah, oh, nigger is like two out of three words. In fact, nigger was like in between the F, U, and the SH. F and nigger and uh, whatever. F, U, nigger. See, there you go. That's George. I'm going to call up my friend Condoleezza and and Heather and Ann Coulter and your friend uh, Miss Drudge, and maybe they'll all buy your lunch. Oh, well, you're talking to Heather. So we got, look at that, 17 votes on there. They all suck magic. Oh, oh, you know something? This really is going to set me off. I'm going to leave. Magic is tied with Big for number one. If magic is the best you got, over the weekend in the car I'm trying to, which finally I got John to take, uh, put make some CDs with a whole bunch of stuff. Thank God. Some real music. Because I'm not in the morning coming to work. I listen to music now. I will not listen to a suspended one. I won't listen to him. I don't want to hear him pop his varicose veins. I don't want to hear Geldy in there licking his brown crack. Ma magic plays the worst, the absolute worst. And like I said before, if I want to hear the foundations and build me up Buttercup or the goddamn Righteous Brothers again, I want to puke from this stuff this every day. I heard the same songs on Saturday that I heard on there on yesterday. Now, they're playing 50s, 60s, and 70s, right? Isn't that Magic's thing, pretty much? Right. Well, can you imagine how many thousands and thousands and thousands of great songs? I'm not just talking about hits. I'm talking about great hits from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Thousands! And whoever this jackass, this moron that's programming Magic, this guy ought to be tarred and feathered. He ought to be drawn and quartered. I wouldn't give you a quarter for the crap that they're playing on Tragic 102.7. You let me program that station for a month, they'd have a 28 share. Easy. 
garbage that you guys are playing. What's wrong with you people, man? Whatever happened to the people who knew something about radio? People even used to own one, unlike Tom Jicka, had a pawn his for Christmas. Have you listened to Magic? Have you tried listening to that? I, I tried, like oh. a month ago. Same corny old crap. I, I wouldn't be surprised if next week they play Please Mr. Custer by Larry Vern all week. You know, that, that's going to be the At big hit. that would be different. On an endless loop. And the Battle of New Orleans. No wonder Rick Shaw is, like, suicidal over there. I'm sorry, Rick. 9.58 at 5.60 WQM. We got some big news for you, boy. Big news. Really big. Fat boy came waddling in here with his walker this morning. He got on the scale. He's lost 15 pounds on balance for life in just over a month. Now, I guarantee you he'd lost, like, a lot more than that. But it was the holidays. We'll cut him a little slack in those nylon stretch pants. Cut him a lot of slack. Because now that the holidays are over, no more excuses, fat boy. I want to see his fat ass. Now, what was he doing? Like once a week? Once a week on Monday. Every Monday that I'm here these months, whatever it's going to be, till I get sick of it, uh, I want to see your fat ass in here on that scale. And balance for life. Thank you very much, by the way. Troy sent me food starting last uh, Thursday night or Friday whenever when I came back to town. And uh, it's better than ever. Damn good stuff. They make everything fresh, no frozen, no uh, little artificial packets, none of that crap. Everything comes in nice microwavable uh, plastic uh, containers. It's fresh and delicious. The food is good. And you've got enough food to last you for the whole day in your little black sack. That's how it works. Everything is hormonally balanced according to the zone diet. No cooking, no shopping, no choices, no cleaning, no worries. The only choice you have is between two on that menu they give you for every day that you're on a program for each meal. Three delicious meals, two snacks, and even a little bottled water is in your black sack. And now we're not talking about little parrot-like portions. We're talking about good-sized portions that will satisfy you and keep you full all day while the weight pours off your body. So if your New Year's resolution is or you just finally came to your senses and you really want to start looking human and lose all that disgusting fat, call our good friends at Balance for Life and let them take care of you and get it done the smart way and the delicious way, too. Call them at this number, 954-568-3229. By the way, where's my menus, Troy? Okay, that would be nice. I don't want to start getting bitchy with them, you know, but where's the menus, Troy? Balance for Life, call 954-568-3229 or visit their most prestigious website at balanceforlife.com. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. My! Oh, my! Oh, my! Oh, my! Tonight on the 10 slot on MTV, it's an all-new Cribs. Come along as we tour the home of Iraqi leader Saddam Hussein. Welcome to my humble crib. This room here, this is where, wait. No, uh, no, you are not allowed to see in that room. This wacky Iraqi shows what it's like to live in his world. I think you'll thoroughly enjoy this room. We've redecorated. Wait, no, you are not allowed to see in that room. He's the self-proclaimed Baghdad Mac Daddy. My wives and my children enjoy this room. If you notice the mirrors, wait, no, you are not allowed to see in that room. It's an all-new crib, tonight on MTV, only on the 10 spot. 10.02 at 5.60 WQM. Happy Monday to you. Let's see what we got today. We got the full uh, plate for you today. We got everything back to normal. Thank God. The Mad Dog. All right. Over here at 1 till 3. Oh, Jimbo, what are we going to do? Uh, you got Hank back from vacation at Shula's 3 to 7 this afternoon. Welcome back, Humper. The big oh. Orlando Alzagiri, 7 to 10. Eddie K at 10. And Joe and Mark overnight. Joe back from his uh, uh, honeymoon. Any spy reports on that? Not yet. Here's a fax that says, uh, now who's this from? I don't know. It says, Mike was a good guy. We'll miss him. You all hold what you all got till you get what you all need. In fact, there's another one that also says, oh, it's from Captain Rick. Thank you, Captain Rick. 
Oh, they're two different ones. Well, anyway, at least some people are recognizing a guy. 27 years in the market. Don't just let a guy die and just uh, ignore it, okay? He was a good guy. And we appreciate that. We, we appreciate working with people who are nice people as opposed to people who are real, major, egotistical, arrogant assholes who are not just difficult to work with. Let me say this. There are some people difficult to work with. There are some people impossible to work with. Not that I want to mention any names you understand. You do understand that, don't you? I don't good. understand. As a matter of fact, I don't know anybody who is uh, like the first one. What did I say? Difficult to work with? I don't right. know. Most people are re reasonably uh, reasonable. Here's a fact that says, did you hear Mega 103.5 change their format? It is now playing R&B, hip-hop. Yeah, we know that. WMIV, Men in Black, it's a piece of crap. It says here it sucks. What the hell is going on with Cheap Channel? I hope the new format fails miserably, and so do we. What they're trying to do is destroy every single station that they uh, bought in this market. And from coast to coast, and all the ships at sea as well. And doing a magnificent job. Here's how the poll is coming so far. The best FM station in South Florida is, they all suck, is way ahead, 39. And you folks are... Absolutely correct. Right on. WLRN5, for the intellectuals in our audience. Who says we don't have some smart people in this audience, huh? Bunch of trained monkeys, my fat ass, you silly old goose, you old goat. You're an old goat. Why don't you just face it, okay? You're finished, you're washed up, you're a silly old goat. With bad varicose veins, you smell like you just took a bath in cashmere bouquet. Magic uh, has got five votes. Big has got three, and then from down down. And, of course, you know, a lot of these uh, stations, we're not going to get too many votes from our people because these are punk stations like Y100. And I even gave them a chance over the weekend. They suck. They blow. Big. Oh, my God, they're classic rock my ass. In fact, I've heard better sounds come out of my ass than I heard coming from Big 106. If they didn't have Howard Sperm on the radio, they might... No, seriously, if they didn't have him in the morning, they might as well shut that thing down. Shut it off. Do everybody a public service. Another cheap channel abortion, by the way. Just mention that in passing. Fine. Now, what am I so worked up about today, you know? I might as well just calm down. Good to see Clarence came back in here, shook my hand, said they shared a room with the Beast. Said he never saw so. In fact, he said the beast made him feel better about himself. Yeah, he didn't say the beast had a smaller penis, but he did say that it, whatever size it is, there's so many layers of fat hanging there you couldn't see it anyway. Beast made him feel good. Beast made him feel good is what he said, especially at mealtime. Said they were ordering room service like one after the other. It was just a constant parade right to that door. You don't think the beast is going to go off the deep end, do you? There's Miguel's got a bunch of crap here. What do you got? <clears throat> oh, thank you. Thanks, Barbara. Like I said, Miguel's got something good. My daughter Leslie phoned me this morning, told me to put on your show. You were talking about Michael. I want to tell you how much I appreciate it, how much I'm enjoying it. It's really making me laugh, and we haven't had many of those these last few weeks. But whenever any of us lost it, and invariably one of us would come up with what Michael would have said to us, cut the crap. <laughs> he did say that a lot. Cut the crap. He was, he was a funny, in a very uh, dry way, he was really a very funny guy. You just had to, uh, had to know him. I'm getting a little tired of that crap, I can tell see, you right now. You see, in fact, he was probably one of the first people on the radio long before I ever said to say crap. I mean, there are a lot of people in this business full of crap. At least he had the balls to say it. It says, I also agree with what you're saying, all the people you are saying it about. True that you and Michael were never close friends. I want you to know how much he respected you and your talent and you. Whenever he got into the car, didn't he call us on my uh, 25th anniversary? I think he yes, called it, yeah. Yes, he did. Unsolicited. Whenever he got in the car after his show, he put you on. Thank you so much. Remember, it means a lot to all of us. Barbara, when you are very sincere and deep sympathies, Barbara, and the whole family. Good guy. And again, just frost my fat ass that here's a guy. I still say, you know, 
you can say whatever you want. I don't know the details of his death. I don't need to know it. What, but the fact is that it shortens your life when people screw you over. The stress factor. I mean, here's a guy now after all of those years in IOD, he had to go out and fend for himself. I mean, the, the only good, he got the last laugh on them, though, in one respect. In December of whatever year that was, just before they canned him, in December they had just signed a new contract for a year. And they fired him like in January or February. So they had to pay him off for that whole year so we could, he also had the luxury like some of the rest of us have had, thank goodness, of getting paid off not to work, going and just going fishing and enjoying the, you know, which is great. So I hope that Bob Green and Bob Neal and all you people at Cox Communications with your cookie cutter garbage that you play on FN, and believe me, it is garbage, hope that you're enjoying yourselves with all the lives that you've destroyed. See, I, I mean, I'm not saying this is a business where there aren't people who deserve to get fired, people who don't have any talent, people who've got terrible ratings, people who, like, uh, are impossible to work with. You know what I'm saying? So in any business, there are people who deserve to get canned. It's just part of life. But when somebody doesn't deserve to get canned, it frosts my big, fat, hairy ass is what it does. Anyway, nice going, Tom Jicka. When's the Tom Jicka column going to appear about Mikey, huh? You are such a disappointment, Tom, like happens to most people in this town if they've been here long enough. He just gave up. He just gave up. Every article he writes is about, just like today, about that uh, uh, UPN or whatever that show. It's another network cookie-cutter show about some network TV crap. And he's talking about me doing a show from Toronto or out of town, and I'm out of touch. Touch this, you idiot, you bald-headed geek. You jackass. God, I'm out of touch. And here's a guy who's in town who's not getting wined and dined out in L.A. this month by all those uh, big Hollywood producers with the new TV shows that are on for five minutes. He's right here. Where's his column? Where's his observation? I was, after Norm called me yesterday, I was expecting uh, more phone calls. I thought Jicka would call or somebody from the Herald. They got my phone number, and even though I'm not crazy about talking to them, I certainly would have had some comments about Mike. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing. Zero. Zippity freaking doodah. Your ass, Tom. You suck. You think he's getting my point? Good. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. It's depressing. Watching the people get their lives destroyed. And in fact, this movie last night with the Enron thing—that's what it was all about. Only those were like younger people. People were like uh, you know. And then there were older people also who had taken their life savings and bought that crap while while Kenny lay and his buddies. And Kenny, boy, they had some good shots at Bush in there last night, too, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. About how the, Tom White became uh, Bush appointed in the Secretary of the Army, his Enron buddy. And Kenny Lay, you know, Kenny, boy, that donated a 100 grand to the Bush campaigns. Had some real good shots at the Bushmeister in there, who never met a big corporation they didn't like, which is why he wants to get rid of this corporate dividend tax. When help create this un unbelievable, I don't want to start getting political now because it's a waste of time. It's preaching to the choir. It's farting into a windstorm. You think you've seen budget deficits before? You ain't seen nothing yet, baby. You ain't seen nothing yet. Just hook up that goddamn big hose to the Iraqi oil pipeline and rape the poor. That's what it's all about. Robin Hood in reverse is what you got. And how, what was it that Mike used to say? Y'all hold what y'all got. However that was, that line he used to have. Did he say that at the end of the show every day? I think he did. Y'all hold what y'all got till y'all get what y'all want. Till you, till, till it bleeds. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Oh yeah, and you'll go back to doing those light bulb stuff. Get on there and beat the liberal voice. You people must be dreaming. You must be, uh, you must be doing acid again, okay? 
public ain't interested in that. They don't give a flying crap about North Korea, Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, Taliban. They don't give a crap. They want to be like they've always been in this country. D-U-M-M. -M, dumb. And isolated. They don't want to know from the rest of the world. 19% can't find it. Well, no, I'm sorry, don't exaggerate, only 11%. Couldn't find the USA on a map of the world. 11% of 18 to 24-year-olds. Couldn't find the United States on a map of the world. And that's who our programming to is a bunch of trained monkeys, and you don't forget it. He just makes my blood boil. He makes my blood curdle, that silly old man with those varicose veins. To think of all the grief that he's caused in the eight or nine months that he's been here. To think of all the lives screwed up or nearly screwed up because of the temper tantrums of a silly old man who sits and talks about stupid-ass, meaningless ball games every day. Twelve minutes after ten at 560 WQM. Hey, listen, I'll tell you one thing that's going to make you feel a lot better, a free dinner. Free spaghetti dinner at Pompano Park tonight. I think I might just enjoy that. Well, why the hell not? I lost 14 bucks there Saturday. Tonight I'm going to go back and get it back. That's right. Tonight's the big night. With every Pompano Park program purchased after 6 p.m. tonight, you'll get a coupon for a free spaghetti dinner at the 4th Floor Players Lounge. I guarantee you they'll bring me up some to my 6th Floor table. Don't forget, Dick, and uh, Steve, and Mark, and everybody else, and Mary, and Alan. You get a salad, rolls, and butter, and a plate of pasta with marinara sauce. And if you don't want the program, you can still buy a coupon for just $2.50 and get that free spaghetti dinner. Free for $2.50. Life doesn't get much better than this, especially down here. Free parking, free admission, great racing, and a free spaghetti dinner tonight only. Monday Madness is back at Pompano Park, too, with a two-for-twenty-five-dollar full-course dinner at the lavish top-of-the-park restaurant tonight and every Monday night. On the sixth floor, that is. Every Wednesday at Pompano Park is Dollar Night with draft beer, hot dogs, sodas, and more with just a dollar apiece. And by the way, let me say it again. Welcome uh, back to South Florida, Brian Sears. What a pleasure it is to watch that young man drive a horse. He is, he's sensational. The talent in that family skipped a generation from Grandpa, from from Gene Sears. Jay's a good guy. Couldn't uh, couldn't drive one, uh, in a, but anyway. And now Brian is sensational. Nice to see him showing these guys how it's done. Nice going, Brian. Keep it up. Pompano Park's got free general parking, free admission every day and night for live racing and simulcasting. Post time, 7.15 tonight and every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday at Pompano Park. And uh, it says here at the bottom, jazz up the rest as best you can. How do you like that? Steve Ball says, jazz it up as best you can. I want to show you the shirt. Oh, excellent. I've been waiting for this. Here's the Pompano Park shirt hey that now. they sent me. Now, what's even now, I'm using about that, the flowered Hawaiian shirt, look what it says on it. Where is it? You're gay? Oh, there it is. Pumping apart. It's got a guy uh, sulky with a driver and a hoss and a whole pump. And I, I didn't realize that they all, these are the shirts they wear up there. These are kind of like the outfits they wear in the, uh, around the track. Very sharp. Including, the, very sharp. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA, QA, yeah. Yeah. Tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. Their hit song is synonymous with the 80s and synonymous with crap. They were Kaja Gugu. What's interesting is that in America, you say Kajagugu, but in England, we're called Kajagugu. This minor difference in pronunciation was the only interesting thing about the band that lead singer Lamal could ever find. 
as you'll see tonight in a 1983 interview conducted by British pop writer Ian Luktamanozidou. You know what else is really interesting about us, Ian? What? Uh, well, oh God, we suck, don't we? We're utter dross. Yes. Go on, tell me the truth. Don't, don't spare me feelings. I said you suck. On second thought, could you spare me feelings? Lamal's real name was Chris Hamill. But he had it changed to Lamal after a psychic told him where his music would one day take him. To the mall, to the record stores, and eventually the $2.99 bin, 99 cents for the cassette. That's not really true, but it wasn't worth asking him how he came up with a fucked up name like Lamal. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business tonight. On inside the behind. 1018 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. Look at this phone, baby. There is not one call on that board. Welcome back, Neil. It's sure great having you back. And you want to know why? See, there's always in this town an excuse. You know what the excuse is today? I number it. one, we're not talking about, oh, what are we going to do about the ball games? Because I don't want to hear that. And number two, it's Monday. It's the first day after like the whole, after their busman's holiday. Kids are back in school. So now they really have to pretend, like some of the people we have waltzing around this place now have been on a very long busman's holiday, and I have no respect for people that take like too many days off. I hate it. Can't stand it. I like people who put their nose to the grindstone and show up every day, just like clockwork. Five, six, five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound, five, sixty. As a matter of fact, I've decided my New Year's resolution is I'm all done. Just give me the check every two weeks. That's a, that's it. I've done enough for this outfit. George and Carlos can handle things here, just like Tom wrote in that, in that, after he dropped acid that day and wrote that column about how I'm going to be calling in the show from around the world at my whim. Yeah, I got your whim right here, Tom, you silly goose, you geek, you idiot. Get with it. Get, have somebody buy you a radio. Have somebody point you in the right direction, get you a compass and a road map and a search party so you can find out what's going on in this town. When I'm 1200 miles away in Toronto, I got um, a grip right on it, baby, and what's going on here too. Like today we had that business, remember on the alley, alley on that Friday? Yep. We covered that like with a blanket on this show. When the election returns came in on November 5. When the election returns came in in the primary, even more so, remember that? Sure. For days on end, and I was on every website that's ever been invented. And we were like light years ahead of the TV stations and everybody else with our gigantic news department here at WQAM. <laughs> our news department. 82 to 75, 43, yeah, that's the news, okay? Scores, ball games, scores, men in jock straps, that's our news. Two great games yesterday, by the way. Too bad George missed them. They really were. Hurt. Boy, uh, what a shame, huh? What a shame. Nice time out there, man. Butch Divas. Butch Divas, man, he, he wasted a time out. Wasted a time out on the challenge that my little dog could have said, don't wait, don't throw the red flag, please, Butch. It was a touchdown. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> And it came back to bite him in the redneck ass at the end of the game. Nice going, Butch Davis. Of course, they didn't belong in there in the first place. I didn't like those Steeler fans that left the game early. I love that. What a, what a bunch of phonies, huh? Pittsburgh. Who the hell are you people kidding, huh? Where, where are you going to go? What are you going to do after the game in Pittsburgh? Go to the Mountain View Inn and have a turkey dinner? What are you going to do? Go out there and have some Iron City beer? Believe me, by the time that game was over, they were more than uh, full of it. It was coming out of their ears. Well, I sure miss Bob Prince, too, you know what? Now we're talking about dead people. Miss Bob Prince a lot. And Bill Hewitt. 5670560, oh, pound 560. I'm just rambling here because it just pisses me off, the stuff that goes on here. You know, this town is better off when I'm not here. 
Because when I am here, it just makes my blood boil about the kind of crap that passes for the median for, for life in this place. We put the Panther game Friday on waxy, and I couldn't, I'm begging for somebody to call a Panther fan just to be pissed off enough to say, hey, that's not right. That's wrong. It's crap. Did we get one? No. No. Not even Rimmer? Rimmer was uh, in, uh, in limbo. He was out of town. He's not too pleased. About it. And like I said, Jigs McDonald is so pissed off, I wouldn't be surprised. Let me just say this, okay? Let me just say this. If I'm Geldy or the Molemeister and I see Jigs walking through that window in there in the morning, I'd lock the door. I, I don't want to get you nervous, but that's just my, my take on it. That's what a foul mood the old fat Jigsmeister is because they put his damn broadcast on. When I, here, here the team at that point was only two points out of first place, hotter than a firecracker on the road, and even played a damn good game Vancouver Saturday, lost 3-2, to two, but played great. Does anybody here care? No. 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 All they care about is, oh, Jimbo, what are we going to do? A call from hell. Whoever heard of a phone call like that from a grown man? What are we going to do? And let me ask you one thing. Aren't we cursed down here? The Dolphins and the frickin' Hurricanes, all within the space of less than a week. When I went to the tra track on Saturday night, I said, I was telling everybody, I said, hey, watch for bodies coming from uh, through the window. They're jumping off the sixth floor. People are going to be jumping off the roof tonight. That was only after the way they saw Mickey McNichol drive. By the way, Mickey, one day don't make a career, okay? He's reverted to form. I'm never betting Mickey again. In fact, even without his calling in to request it, that's for your performance Saturday, Mickey, okay? You couldn't drive your finger up there, you know. Go back to Freehold. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. You know, the Dolphins suck. The Hurricanes suck. The Knolls suck. The uh, the Gators suck. Right. You know, uh, look what's the I suck. in last place. No, you don't suck. You're good, Neil. That's, that's what you think. That's the, well, I don't know how good you suck. I'm saying you're good. And the only thing worth listening Practice to. Practice makes perfect, man. I, well, you keep it up. That's what I say. No, you, you know, got to. It, my wife left home with a banana, and uh, you know what, George? See, he kept is, going. Woody, he kept going. Is. Yeah, he kept going until I finally recognized the voice that it was Woody. See, he even paused. Shocking. Yeah, shocking. We don't give a crap, okay? Loser, low life, scumbag. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Bo oh oh wait a minute. Let me put this call on hold. So I'm at Pompano Park Saturday, sitting there at the table, minding my own business. Fat Rich looks pretty damn good, by the way. He lost four more pounds. He's doing good. Nice good. going there, Richie. Stay alive, baby. It's a Beatsy alternative. And I'm sitting there, reading the program, minding my own business. Rich went down to make a bet. And who comes over to my table? You are going to just crap a big load on that chair. Big Al. No. Chronic. Chronic. See, I've been telling you people for years, the chronics on every talk show in America, they all are desperately in search of even a semblance of a life. Greg from Boynton Beach, from uh, from Port St. Lucie, from where, from Hunger, comes waddling down to my table. Oh, you remember? It sticks out his limpy, uh, wimpy hand. Remember me? How the hell could I forget you, jackass? And I was in a good mood. I think I cashed a ticket or whatever. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, and I... I you know, put up with him for like 30 seconds till he waddled away. So after the last race, Rich and I are leaving. We get on the elevator with a bunch of other guys. And I see he's standing. There are like three elevators there on the sixth floor to go downstairs. He's standing over on the other one. 
But he sees me getting on this one elevator, and as the doors open, he's got to come shuffling off so we can share my space, so we can invade my space again just for the 15 seconds it takes to get from the sixth-floor dining room down to the first floor at Pompano Park. You scumbag, you simpleton, go away! They long to be close to you. Oh! Carpenter's son. Oh! God! Greg from Boynton Beach and uh, Port Saint. Oh, and then he's telling me, oh, the show really sounds great lately, just like the old IOD days. And I thought, what is he talking about? Because I've only been, at that point, I only was back on Thursday and Friday. I've been gone for like who knows how long, you know. What is he talking about? Just sucking, that's all. Just sucking. I don't, I don't want to do any sucking with you, Greg, okay? You're ugly, you're annoying, you're, you're aggravating. He looks like a slightly butcher Miss Drudge is what he reminds me of. Same, same genre. Oh, and speaking of the media, speaking of the rocket scientists in the media, you people at CNN, I noticed today they're finally dropped off of it. So far, at least from what I've seen. I'm watching my TV Saturday morning, and here's uh, whatever that bimbo's name. She's talking. To, huh? Bridget. Oh, no. Oh. The, I'm talking about the news anchor. Oh. She's talking to some jackass in Amsterdam. Another one of these clone aid people. <laughs> and he's talking about, oh, here's the second clone baby was just born. Do we have any evidence? Do we have any names? No. Do we have any DNA? No. Are they going to take the test? No. These are people, these are out-of-space moon people. Like I said on Friday, even Art Bell wouldn't put them on here. Like that. And the news networks are putting them on like they're for real, like it's a real story. Let's see, it must be pretty boring. We're going to war in Iraq. North Korea says they want to blow up the world. And we're worried about clones that don't exist. Clones. And you people at CNN wonder why nobody watches your stupid-ass goddamn news network? You idiots. But nice going on firing half the staff over there. That should help. You see, I'm going to tell you something. When AOL Time Warner, when that merger took place, I really thought, and of course that was still when the bubble was going on, but I really thought if there was any one stock that really, it couldn't miss. It couldn't miss. That was it. You know, they, they had every aspect of the media all tied up, from the Internet to TV to the you know, Time magazine, you know, and movies, everything. And it turned out to be another bomba. Sad. 26 past 10 at 560 WQAM. 77 people say the best FM station in South Florida doesn't exist. They all suck. LRN 12, Magic 10, B, Big 10, and I got Zeta 7. See, and if those other ones, I understand you got to vote for something. But if they're the best, no wonder CDs are so popular. Why not kick off the new year with a new mattress from Dial Mattress? If you haven't been sleeping well lately, nothing will have a bigger impact on your life each and every day in the coming year than a great night's sleep. It's time for that New Year's resolution, a great night's sleep. Call 1-800-MATTRES right now, and Dollar Mattress will have you sleeping like a baby all year long. Fat Boy was in here this morning, and he said they loved my spot when I talked about sleeping with Tom Brady last week. I didn't do that. Did I do a spot like that? I don't know. Well, I, well let's do it now. Dollar Mattress carries the best. <laughs> See, I'll tell you one thing, okay? The Patriots may not have gone to the playoffs, but number one, they did beat the Dolphins in that last game last Sunday. And number two, Tom Brady still looks damn good. And he's still getting all the action he can handle. You can bet your bottom dollar on that. Dollar Mattress carries Sealy, Serta, Simmons, and King Coil in every size and style. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll speak with an expert vetting consultant who recommend the perfect bed for you. They have what you want in stock. No phony sales, no bait and switch like department stores. Then when you order your new bed from Dollar Mattress, they'll have it there on time, even the same day you'll be calling them. And don't forget, you get to choose the date and time that's convenient for you. Dollar Mattress prides itself on their 99% on-time record, which is just one reason why they're ranked first for overall customer satisfaction. And we left out Dave Lamont, by the way, in Cheap Channel for screwing over Sonny Hirsch. 
So do what all of us here at QAM have done. Make the call now to Dial a Mattress. Miguel, George, and I sleep on mattresses from Dial a Mattress separately, and so should you. Enjoy. I wonder if uh, they had separate beds, Clarence and uh, uh, the Beast. Enjoy the new year with that special someone with a new mattress from Dial a Mattress. Call toll-free right now, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Well, maybe he could get laid after all, Clarence. No wonder he seems so happy. That's 1-800-MATTRESS for a dial mattress, the perfect way to start off the new year. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. The important thing is to recognize the hurt that I caused and find a way to turn this into a positive thing. I've made a mistake. Ten thirty two at five sixty WQAM. Hundred and fifty votes on the poll so far. The best FM station in South Florida. Here the, we got several that have zero. CMQ's got one, KISS has got one, MIB men in black's got one. There's your audience, Dennis. One. I say Dennis David, whatever the hell his name is. Dave Ross, Dennis Colin, the same person. Love's got one. Why one hundred appear? Life has got two. Power three. Party Radio 4. There you go, Disney. You're really doing it, baby, with that crap you keep playing over and over again. Safri Duo and Duo Safri. EDR's got five. Boy, that's shocking, isn't it? WEDR be having five votes in this crowd? Well, that's probably some white punks. You don't think we got no Schwarzes listening, do you? Couple. Yeah, a couple like Old Joe and Joe Mama and like the car wash guys. But they don't listen to EDR. Those are young punks. Punks listen to WEDR. Okay, they're jamming it. Zeta's got seven. Magic, WMXJ's got 11. Big has got 12, and WLRN's 14. They all suck 83. They all suck is way ahead of everybody else. In fact, I think they all suck is ahead of everybody else put together, if I check it. Absolutely yeah. correct, correct, sir. That's right. How do you like that? Ahead of all the other ones put together, your FM music sucks. Why not try playing some real music? Why not bring in a program director with an IQ larger than his penis, okay? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a call from Boca. Hello. Fred, you're the best without you, this one. And George is great. Yeah. And let me tell you, the whole staff, you know, a yeah, friend of yours staff. passed away in Rochester, New York, Andy Palumbo. And listen, how do I, how do I... Listen, we don't talk to old farts on this show, okay, sir? Get out of here. So don't put old farts on here. Didn't sound that old. Uh, I don't know Andy Palumbo in Rochester, New York. I never heard of him, and he's not an old friend of mine. And you're an old, old... Just get the goddamn toe jam out of your ears and go out and play some Mahjong, will you, sir? It's a nice brisk day. Go out and have another brisk. Get out of my face. Well, speaking of get out of my face, so during the break, guess who calls us right away? Calls George. Was on the phone for about three seconds until I identified himself. Greg from uh, Port St. Lucie. 
Don't you understand it? What now? What did exactly did he say? I'm pissed off. Good. This is Greg from. Good. And you know Port what? That's, that's the idea, Greg. I don't want to know from you. If you want to listen to the show, it's like all the other people, the overwhelming majority of our audience, especially this audience, they sit back and they listen. They don't call, okay? They don't feel compelled to call. They don't come to the track and get in my face. They don't try to invade my space. They listen. It's a radio show, okay? It's my livelihood. It's free entertainment. Take it or leave it. And in your case, leave it. I don't want to see you. I do remember you. Believe me, I remember you. I couldn't forget you if I tried. If they gave me a lobotomy, I couldn't get you out of my mind. Because you're a no-life. Even Dick Feinberg said, if you don't come back to Pompano Park again, it'll be too soon. How do you like that? He said, he don't mind, uh, what's his name, the Reverend uh, Jones guy. He's okay with a bad baseball cap. But in your case, he'll make an exception. Don't come back. And if you do come back, Greg, don't come near me. I don't want to. How many times have I gone through this already? A gazillion. I don't want to know you. I don't like you. I can't stand you. You give me the creeps. Look in the mirror. Look at yourself in the mirror, okay, Greg? I look at myself in the mirror. I see a fat, old, balding uh, fag. And, you know, I see it every day. Don't bother me. I'm okay. But in your case, I look at you, Greg, and I see a simpering, tragic, wimpy, pathetic lemming, an excuse for a human being who wants me to validate your existence as like something worthwhile by speaking to you. By dignifying your presence there at my table where you haven't been invited and where you're absolutely unwanted. And next time you come to my table, I'm going to have my good close personal friend Alan Cohen, who hates the dolphins even more than I do. I'm going to have Alan Cohen come down and personally pick you up with his thumb, which he could do very easily, and throw your ass right off the sixth floor of roof. How do you like that, Greg from Boynton Beach, Port St. Lucie, wherever the hell you haven't kicked you out of yet? You scumbag. Oh, but jeez, I'm a part of your life. Yeah, you know what part? <laughs> the part that goes in the bowl, that's the part. The part that you flush down with the tidy bowl, man, that's the part. God, do I hate him. Well, this is a good break from that, because here's my close personal friend, Suds. You know, I hope uh, Uncle Mikey has y'all got, or y'all hold what y'all got, right on his tombstone. Yeah. You know, uh, I heard he had a tattooed on his rectum. what I heard. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. You know, I read that in the paper this morning about 8.30 or so, mm -hmm. and I thought, wow, jeez. I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I, I remember uh, uh, I had just moved to Naples, down from Sarasota, and I think it was his first week on WIOD. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was him and Big Wilson and uh And Paul Calder, Calder, right, the, the great King entertainers, I, right. Oh, that's oh, right. Man, I forgot I thought, about Larry King was part of that great entertainers, too, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Calder, he and Larry used to do that man-on-the-street deal. Right. Called, oh, yeah, geez, I, they were the funniest things I'd ever heard. Yeah. And I thought, one of these days, man, I'm going to work at that radio station. Uh-oh. You, you know, <laughs> no, no, so, you know, it's funny you say that, because when I was working at um, INZ. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember the restaurant that we used to go out to there on, uh, what the hell was the restaurant over there by IOD? Out there uh, on the causeway? Oh, that, uh, steak joint? Well, I don't know, I don't know what the hell it was. But anyway, I used to, every time I would drive by IOD, I would think to myself, someday I'm gonna be working in that building. My psychic powers, of course, little did I know what was gonna happen, but. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Well, then I remember when you and then I remember when you and Rick used to come and stand in the doorway at two o'clock, yeah. and I was and I would like walk right by you and just walk out the door, which I apologize. Oh. I apologize for that. No, you I might didn't. not have noticed that we weren't standing; we were on our knees begging, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which paid off in the long run. You know that uh, Enron movie last night was very good. It was excellent. 
very good. Now, now, am, now am I wrong about that? Should Tom Jacob probably have put in the newspaper that it was going to be on Channel 33? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I read the review he did yeah. and noticed it, uh, it said Channel 4, and right. I knew a week before that that it wasn't going to be on Channel 4. They put a stinking heat game on there. And not only was it a heat game, a tape-delayed heat game. Oh, no. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, great. Oh. Well, well, listen, i got to run. You know, I'm really busy. I'm going uh, yeah. to dig out the instruction book. Yeah, go, ca- go cash Pam's paycheck, son. Try to figure out how to turn on the dishwasher. Don't spend too much. Okay. <laughs> Love you. See you. Suds Coleman, well, we heard from Terry Griffin. We heard from Dave Slater and uh, Suds Coleman, our three friends. We don't. We hear from some other ones, but we don't. We don't have any left of the business. They either hate us or they're dead. One or the other. Isn't Chuck Meyer going to be calling in from wherever? No. Oh. No. Roger. Roger Magnum might, might call sure. in. Uh, although friends. Roger would probably. I wonder what Chuck's doing these days. Hey, getting stoned in South Florida. <laughs> I wonder why. Why? Why are you getting, not even a chuckle? I know. Why are you such a hard ass about Chuck Meyer? Just because he became such an egotist. He was a brilliant guy, yeah. a great voice. See, now there's another example. Oh, no, that would be bad. I'm not going to put him in the same category with the other one with a good voice. Because Chuck Meyer was a hundred times the guy this loser is. Chuck was a good guy until yeah. he started blaming you for his failure. Until his ego got the best of him. And he wasn't satisfied being a low-paid news guy. He wanted to be a high-paid talk show guy, which he was not. Actually, he was a high-paid news guy. He was the news director, remember? But he, I don't think he was making a lot of money. He envisioned he had, you know, I don't, I don't begrudge a guy wanting to make more money. But that show, and then to have Mike blown out for that. And then to watch those numbers, and then of course, then like you said, to blame me for like, oh well, if Neil would have just supported this show, <laughs> yeah, like if I would have supported the music on Zeta, they'd have had big numbers the rest of the day. You people are in a dream world. See, it's not good enough for for management that they take my good numbers and they run to the bank with it and they help to sell the whole station with that. That's not good enough. No, I have to be able to spread my audience out over all the rest of the station to all the other shows to listen to music that they don't like, to listen to personalities that they hate. I can't do that. Sorry, sorry. You idiots, Tim Williams, Mike Disney, Bob Neal, etc. How's Bud Paxton doing? Sure glad he got out of radio. Was he ever in it? 19 till 11 at 560 WQAM. Hey, guys, the New Year's here. If your New Year's resolution is a high-paying computer career, now is the time to act. Fast Train is holding a free career seminar this Tuesday evening. That's tomorrow night. It's Kendall, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines locations. This is a free seminar. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your seat. That's 866-FAST-TRAIN. Make 2003 the year that you're in a high-paying computer job. If you're overworked, underpaid, or in a really sucky job, this could be the most important 15 minutes of your life. Fast Train can have you certified and ready for your dream job in just four short months. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They have convenient day, evening, and weekend classes. Call 1-866-FAST TRAIN to reserve your seat for this Tuesday night. For directions, check out Fast Train at FastTrain.com. You notice Suds saw the uh, Ranieri thing in the obituary column? And when you got as much spare time as Suds, you, you read the obituary column, it kills him good time. Sports Radio 560. QAM. Bastard. Yes, I am. We uh, got uh, another auction coming up. Oh, boy. That's where we auction off an item of great value. You're slashing me, Mo. Oh, yeah. Here, hold this, will you? Okay. Now, uh, we got the uh, auction these items off for a very, very good, good cause. Reach for the sky. What's that mean? It means, stupid, if they don't give up the guilt, we take it anyway, see? Oh, like reach for the sky. Your money or your wig. What's the matter, Mo? I'm thinking. Ah, just 
just a joke, Mo. A joke, huh? Yeah, I got a joke for you. Ah! Now, that's funny. <laughs> now, uh, what do we got to auction off this time? Why not auction off your pee bear? Say, that's not a bad idea. I need a new one anyway. Yeah. But please let me tell my minions in paradise about the luxurious Everglades Hotel and its magnificent spa. That's where my close personal man friend Jay Fiedler and I go quite often. Ain't nothing like two men in a spa. Lying there naked with just a towel, steamy moisture, aerial ain't in your balls. Jay's soft hands gently caressing my buttocks. <sighs> then grasping them, drawing me closer... You're getting carried away, Mo. You're squirting on me. Stop it. You a professional smoke? Yeah. How dare you interrupt the spot? But you're splashing me again. I'll give you a splash. Here. Ah, you've been splashing me with your asparagus pee. Ah, you want to see. Squirt, squirt. The filth again in my pants clean. Ah, it smells like fox feathers gash. You got a brand new bag. <laughs> 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 bag makes me feel good. <laughs> like an old caca should. <laughs> it feels nice. Like when I melt the hot wax in my eyes. This old one here is sex. So I gotta get a brand new bag. Fourteen to eleven at five sixty WQM. Not only does Tom Jacob not write anything about Ranieri dying, but you remember what Tom does write that has to do with radio in this town? The 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 last two columns that he wrote that I can remember were both about the doo-wop shop. Oh yeah. Yeah. The doo-wop shop. Do you know how many people listen to doo-wop beside Boca Brian? You could put no. in a phone booth the entire doo-wop audience and have room left for the North Korean army. How do you like that? And Fat Boy's ass. You could jam that in there, too. And he's writing big articles about that. And, oh, this guy got screwed over on magic and the doo-wop shop, yada, yada, yada. That must be another New York thing, you know? Hey, guess what, Tom? You're not in New York anymore, in case you haven't uh, looked around. Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir. How are you? Good. Long, long time listener. I think I've called you twice in the last 15 years. Okay. Uh, you know... I've listened to you for that period of time, probably Mike also, and for years I would wonder and ask myself why I enjoyed Mike Ranieri's show. And then I asked why I was so devastated by his death, and I think it was it was like riding in every morning with an old friend. Mm -hmm. And when they're suddenly gone, you realize how much you miss them. Right. And I tell you, he was also an inspiration as to how he kept coming back. I mean, he would take his hard knocks. He was, a, he was a survivor. He was a survivor, and he was always upbeat and cheerful. I don't know what he was like in his, in his personal life, but you never could tell over the year that he'd had such a hard time. Mm -hmm. And he was an inspiration. And, and you know, what the tragedy was happening to radio now is all of these personalities, Rick and Suds, Mike Ranieri, they're all passing from the scene in right. one way or another. Uh -huh. And what are we left with? Cookie cutter crap. Yeah, if you're not if you're not a sports hole, there is nothing to listen to. Hey, listen, I, and I don't know how you feel about sports, but I, I really mean it when I tell you. And, and I, I do enjoy sports. I watched both football games yesterday, but I got to say this: the 
George uses that term about it makes his teeth ache. I feel the same way. Listening to people dissecting ball games and carrying on and getting all emotional and psychotic, it's one thing to be a sports fan. It's another thing to have absolutely no life or any perspective on what's really important in the world. I know. You can take it it's for about tragic. 10 minutes. If you're a normal person, you can take it for 10 minutes. That's about it. But anyway, I just want to say, uh, you know, how much your listeners value your company and, and the way you've enriched our lives over the years. We felt the same way about Mike, Rick and Suds, and all the good guys on radio. So keep doing what you're doing. Thanks for the suck job. Thank you. Bye-bye. Here's a fax. Guess who it's from? I'll give you one guess, George. Oh, you don't have to. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> see it from you here. even recognize the handwriting. And the only reason I'm dignifying it is just to show the audience I'm not some hard-bitten old piece of crap. Well, maybe I am. He will be heard. Oh, yes, he will be heard. And, of course, I could schmitkan this like I do with most of this crap, like the guy with little tiny handwriting. Neil, I saw you in the effing elevator and didn't say a word to you. No, you didn't say a word to me because you got on the elevator because that's the one I was getting on. Who the hell are you kidding? Lifeless piece of turd. It says, who the hell would be would you be without your radio show? Now, you see, this is a guy who just on Saturday told me how great the show's sounding and it was nice to see me again, but because of the fact that I hate him like poison, now I'm a piece of crap. Just another fat old homo in Sunrise Lakes and says, who are you kidding? I don't live in Sunrise Lakes, schmuck, and I also don't live in Port St. Lucie. I haven't called your show in over six years, which is a lie, a lie. I was in town for an annual meeting at Pompano Park and stopped by to say hello for all of 30 seconds that I was gone. That's it. The only reason you were gone in 30 seconds is because I kept looking down at my program and ignoring you. I don't want anything from you, nor will I ever. Does saying hello once a year, if I happen to see you, mean I have no life? Yes. And then I'm pathetic? Yes. You're the one that looks pathetic. Screw off, Greg. How do you like that? I guess he told you. Yeah, you told me off. I look pathetic, right. And you know what? What kind of car did you drive up in last night, Greg? Huh? And how much you pulling on this year, sweetheart? Plus, I wasn't there for a date last night, Greg. How do you like them apples? I wasn't there for a date with you. He's just, he gives me the creeps. He makes my skin crawl. And you recall the great union between him and the unmentionable one, sure. Andy from Hollywood? Oh, yeah. Remember oh, yeah. that? Yeah. Well, the two of them were ganging up at the hockey games, which show up together. Birds of a feather suck around together. Chronic, we got to start a new organization. It's going to be called CA, Chronics Anonymous. The guy with the eyes, the guy with the fanny pack, that jack guy with the big square hands, uh, this, uh, this loser, Andy from Hollywood, all these guys, Woody. Gilbert. Gilbert, well, <laughs> now you're getting carried away. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Here's Tamarack. Hello. Tamarack. Hello. What is it? Uh, it's not my choice to call this radio show. Good. My, it's my choice, though, to hang up. Oh, and it's going to be two in a row because this is Hialeah. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. A hey, happy belated New Year, uh, uh, Neil. Um, I wanted to call you because uh, I want to say Happy New Year, first of all, and secondly... You just uh, got through saying it, yeah. Yeah, I know. Mike uh, Ranieri, uh, I, I was on his show... Uh, Back in the early 90s, I'm a local musician, and they had a, a rock and roll showcase in the early 90s called, called Miami Rocks. Uh -huh. And I was on the show, and I just want to say uh, that the, I'm sorry that he's gone. He was a very nice guy, very very accommodating. Uh, he gave me a nice plug being a musician and performer. Right. And uh, just you know, I just want to go say the, wor the, the, the world of radio out there that there was a nice guy on the air. The, the guy was uh, had substance. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Neil, take care. Okay, so you too. Thank you. Well, that was nice. Five six seven zero. Oh, of course, nice is not a word that this town knows too much about. We don't want to be too nice. No, we got a bunch of chronics. We got a bunch of whiners like Greg out there. Oh, gee, you're the one that looks pathetic. You fat old homo should be living in Sunrise Lakes. But you see, the problem is, Greg, I do have the radio show, and I do put that big fat check in the bank every two weeks, and I am driving my two Corvettes, and I am living the life of Riley in Toronto and here and wherever the hell I feel like it. And you're running around like some kind of a lemming schlepping up to me at the track. Like a suckling. Remember the ugly duckling? This is the ugly suckling. Not to be confused with your good friend Matt Sludge. You know, who, you know who he sounds like on the air? Have you ever heard him on the air? No, I haven't. Actually. I'll give you a clue. <laughs> sounds no. just like the Sheik. Okay, no, seriously. He looks like, he sounds like the Sheik. Come on, Neil, you can do better than that. Just like that. Whiny, whiny, right wing. Eh, here's Ann Coulter. Ah, those liberals. Eh, eh. God. You know, I probably never hear from Lynn Samuels again. I, well, I love her. She's a wonderful person. But there's something, I don't know what that's all about. Do you? I'll, I'll never know what that's all about. I mean, politically, they're as far apart as it is possible to speak into James Carville and uh, Mary Magdalene. But there's, and you sure as hell know it ain't about anything else. I don't, I don't know what that's all about. Lynn. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Hey, Neil. What's up? Yes, sir. Hey, just real quick. Uh, I was talking to this guy. He wants to pet boys. I asked him, hey, so how much you make here? He goes, why do you want to know that? I'm like, what's up with that? Well, I mean, what is he going to be so offensive about that for? That's my first point. My second point is... Yeah, I didn't hear the last part. No, I don't want to. Five six seven oh five sixty. The first part. Pound, good. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. Worked out great. Would you just relax? Just calm down. I just wanted to make sure you know. Here's our close personal friend Rick Shaw, who unfortunately has to work on that station where they play "Build Me Up Buttercup" ten times an hour. How you doing, Rick? <laughs> good, Neil. Happy New Year. Same to you. To you. All right. Uh, sorry to hear about Mike. My God, he was—he's one of the old timers. Yeah, not, not many of, our, of us left, man. There's just a very well, few of us left. That's exactly right. And, and and the sad part of it is nobody's around to replace him. You know, no, nobody uh, is doing it the way he did it, I did it, you did it, and you know that it, it seems to be part of uh, uh, something that's just kind of passing on and, in, and going into the past. Nobody's well, that's, be, that's because you got a government that you know has four companies on every station in, in the world. And yeah. all they want is put cookie-cutter crap on there. They don't care about personalities. you got the same half-dozen people on every station in every market in the world, and that's it. Yeah. Very well, sad. It is indeed. It's a sad time for radio and a sad time, obviously, with Mike passing. And uh, my condolences to him and his family and all friends. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there are a lot of them out there, too. He really was a survivor, though. You know, they screwed him over there at Cox Broadcasting, and then he got the last laugh on them by getting paid off a year for not working. And yeah. then uh, he, but he, he, to his credit, he put himself together the thing over at Waxy. He took Roger with him and Henry, and uh, you know he right right up until the end, he made himself a living. Hey, you know what? He was a nice guy. Yeah, he was really he was a, great a nice guy. guy. Yeah, like yeah, us. Indeed. Okay, Neil. Have okay. a great day. Okay, don't play the foundations anymore, please. <laughs> okay. See you, Rick. Not <laughs> to make me flip my cap. That build me up. I mean, yeah. And and the sad part of it is they play some songs over to the point that I used to like. I, I mean, that was an okay song. It was corny, but it was okay. Don't be picking on magic. Now, this audience likes magic. They got 13 votes on the poll, baby. How many votes we got, George? I don't know. 195, damn near 200. I Oh, do I hate this thing. Can we get a new mouse or something? This thing is... Oh, jeez. Somebody just yanked my mouse. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, and so anyway, Clarence told me during the last break, he said that that night uh, with the beast out there, 
at Tempe. He said it was the best sex he ever had. Okay, here are the ones that have the best FM station in South Florida. Love 94 has got one. CMQ one. MIB Men in Black one. Ritmo one. RMF two. What does the MF stand for in that station? That is a good station, by the way. It's all right. Well, I mean, compared to the other ones. Right. Great. I'm not saying it's great. Y103, Power 4, that'll pacify Kid Curry. Life has got four. Kiss has got five. PYM Party Radio got five. Party in your pants. Let me move this thing down here. Come on. This mouse is just, oh, come on. It's only a four-hour show. God. Uh, EDR's got seven. Zeta's got eight. Magic got 13, Rick. You're still doing it. In spite of that music he's making you play. Big 14, LRN 19, and they all suck 100, 109. 109 say they all suck. And you are absolutely correct, sir and ma'am. 1057 at 560 WQM. What spot am I doing? Oh, I'm doing balance for life. Fat boy's back on it now. And we, no, seriously, the holidays is always a good excuse for everybody, not just a fat tub like him. Jeff High is our poster child for <laughs> balance for life. The beast did it first. How much did the beast lose? Over 60 pounds, right? Sure. No, seriously, he lost about 60 pounds. Right. Which he wouldn't have been spelt enough to have sex with Clarence out there if he would have been that fat. And then uh, Fat Boy now has started at 336 back in December, 321 when he weighed in this morning, 15 pounds he's lost, and you can lose whatever you need. If you've got 10 or 15 pounds to lose, maybe you've got 100 or more. Balance for Life works because they take all of the imagination, all of the guesswork out of losing weight. No cooking, no shopping, no choices, no cleaning, no worries, no calorie counting, no carbohydrate counting, just great results. And delicious food, too. They bring you your little black sack. They deliver it to your door, at your home, at your orifice, at your wherever you want by 6 o'clock every morning. And in your little black sack, there are three gourmet, delicious meals, two great snacks, all made with the best ingredients on the face of the globe. And they give you a sheet every day. You pick uh, from two selections for every meal. And trust me when I tell you, there is plenty of food in that sack to keep you satisfied all day long. That's the key, instead of eating all of that crap in between. It's the only company, like I said, that lets you choose between two alternatives for each one of your meals. So here's the deal. If you want to continue being fat, if you want your diabetes to get worse, if you want to lose a limb, if you want to lose your leg, if you want to go blind, if you want all those horrible things associated with diabetes, believe me, uh, go ahead. But if you want to lose the weight and get in better health and look better, too, so Greg will feel better about you, call Balance for Life right now at 954-568-3229. That's 954 954- Five six eight thirty two twenty nine, or visit their website at balanceforlife.com. Live and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty QAM. Let's all give Doctor Laura a call and ask her what she knows about her mother at all. On who Doctor off about a month ago, Laura's mother should know. Never belong on the radio. 
Clog. It's 1101 at 560 WQAM on a very, uh, I don't know, kind of a marginal Monday. Got that kind of like thing hanging over us, you know, with the death of our friend Mike Ranieri. It's like hanging over us. We heard from Rick Shaw. We heard from Terry Griffin, our close personal friend. Dave Slater, Suds Coleman. Haven't heard from Henry Barrow yet. Are you holding your breath? Yes. You don't think Mikey's not going to call? I mean, uh, Henry's not going to call because he stabbed Mikey in the back there at Waxy and took that morning show away from him? And chase Mikey and your close friend Roger Magdalen out of there, and forced them to go like uh, wasn't it wasn't it cheap channel that he was working for there at the end wasn't didn't they own the station the J and O or whatever J and A yes yeah I, they, so. I mean I don't know why I asked because other than the three we got here they own just about every station in the universe anyway so why why even ask oh don't forget those Cox stations yeah Cox Hoist. Let me say it again. We're not letting them off the hook, okay? They're the ones who helped to advance Mike Rennie, put a foot in the grave, stabbed him in the back, just like Dave Lamont and uh, Petey Bolger stabbed Sonny Hirsch in the back, put him in an early grave, wouldn't tell him about is he doing the U.M. games. And I'll tell you one thing about our good, close, personal friend Sonny Hirsch, who was also a great guy, not a good guy, but a great guy. He was no Joe Zagaki. Oh, my! Oh, my! Yeah, when he was voice of the Hurricanes for about 100 years. He may not have been the greatest play-by-play -play, uh, announcer in the world, but he, you know, he was, uh, he was, the Hurricane people were comfortable with him, with Sonny. They liked him. And he certainly wasn't hysterical and psychotic, but I can't even imagine, I was telling uh, Carlos before the show, I can't even imagine the kind of histrionics that were on this station on Friday night during that broadcast. Oh my, oh my. Oh my, oh my! 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT and Verizon wireless line. Now you'll remember, uh, no, I wasn't going to say it, that would be bad. That would be very bad about that plane crash we did. Because we like Joe personally. Joe's a good guy. And, that, and people would take that out of context and say, oh, gee, he wished that Joe would. Die. No, I don't wish anything bad. Joe's a good guy. I like Joe Zagaki. In fact, you know something? I, I wouldn't mind if they put Joe on between 9 and 10 and put us back on 10 to 2. They screwed me, man. I like the hours. I mean, I make no mistake about that. I'd be lying to you if I said I don't love 9 to 1. I love getting off at 1 o'clock. But, uh,. They've killed the show. They've destroyed us. Ratings, anyway. Uh, another one of Greg's brainstorms, baby. Try to goose up that morning show by once again siphoning off from good old Neil. Good. Neil. Well, that part of the plan actually works a little bit. But yeah, but 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 there's but they're siphoning from us though. See, right. I know. Doesn't work for us. It may work for him, but it don't work for us. But you know something? Who cares? Screw him. Screw him. After five years of producing for them, <laughs> that's for you, okay, Greg? That's for you. You diddler. He should have been on Batman. Remember they had the Riddler? He could have been the Diddler. And I do love that show. I have got that up there on Action TV. Another one. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about, digital cable. I don't want to get you too depressed about being here in South Florida because we are cursed down here. And one of the ways that we're cursed is by AT&T, uh, what do they call it? Broadband. AT&T Broadband. I wouldn't wish their cable on Osama bin Laden, Adolf Hitler, and Mussolini together. Benito Finito. That's digital cable, my ass. Up in Toronto, I got Rogers Digital Cable, my own company, with a thousand channels. I'm not saying they all come in, but there are hundreds of channels, including all those great movie channels I told you about, and many I haven't told you about, including the action TV ones, where they got shows like Batman on two, three times a day, like they have back, between four and five back-to-back half-hour episodes of the old Batman, where Robin's got something stuffed in his pants. G great stuff. 
That's one of the other reasons I get so depressed about being down here. Even just what you watch on TV, the choices are pathetic. When Suds told me that that game, the Heat game last night, was on tape delay, that has got to be criminal. You people at Channel 4 need a lobotomy. You're crazy people. We should have known that when they put Angela Ray back on the air. The cackler. Any minute now, she's going to fall backwards in her chair. No, any minute now, she's going to lay a gigantic egg the size of Mount Rushmore in that chair. A huge one. And they sure laid an egg with everybody else last night. Really, and, and not only was it a good movie, but it was an important movie, the Enron flick. It was it was well done. Even Jekka liked it, which he didn't like anything. And how many people do you think knew it was on Channel 33? About five? You people at Channel 4, man, you make me sick. You make me want to puke. You suck. God, there's an awful lot of sucking going on in this town. That's why the people are ma Maybe that's why so many of the people are here are so ornery, you know? Maybe they'd actually be nice people if there was, like, more nice stuff going on around them, as opposed to, like, AT&T broadband cable, where the signal blows. There isn't a day that goes by that, like, uh, I, the channels, like, kind of, like, fade out for a second, then they come back on. Uh, CNN, forget about it. It's been, like, uh, it's got a you know, shadow of the station and real loud, <laughs> like that, for days now. Once in a while it comes in, okay? So I go to DirecTV if I want to watch CNN or one of my other 40 satellite dishes. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, my name's Eric. I was uh, Mike Ranieri's uh, board op for the last three years up in Palm Beach where he was. Right. And uh, I was just listening to all the things you had to say, and you're absolutely right. The one thing that stood out about the guy was he was just a regular good guy. He never had, like, a head trip going on right. or any power trips. He was always easy to work with. First day I walked in there, I asked him, what are we going to do? How are we going to run this show? He said, just get me on the air, son, and I'll do the rest. <laughs> That's right. And he said, just pot up my mic and make it happen. And from that day on, the next three years, you know, they were full of full of fun, and he was, you know, unexpected turns at every corner with Mike. But uh, Well, one of the great things about Mike is he could make more out of less than anybody I ever knew. He, he could make a show out of the Almanac and the uh, Weather Report and, and make a whole show out of it. It was amazing. Well, And the Fishing Report. <laughs> well, seeing his show prep every day, that was about it. And he'd come on in, and he'd just uh, make it happen and be Mike. And uh, yeah. always nice, always happy, and uh, never a problem. And uh, it, it was really fun working with him, and uh, he'll be missed. Guys like him and you, that's the uh, that shows you he's he's passed away, and we have Mo Howard. So I guess that tells you where we're at. What does that tell you? We're going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Thanks, All Eric. right, bye-bye. Here's a fact from Mike the Chronic, who just can't help himself. It must be the overhead, because maybe I've been shouting a lot today. I've been shouting and screaming. A little, uh, on, a little outside. A little bombastic, because I'm getting like a raw throat. I, I think I'm going to be out sick for a few weeks. I've got a sorbitol. Probably till right. March. Oh, I'll take one of those. during. No, I'll come in and get it during the break, because I don't want you to have to take that headset off. It's so cumbersome. Mike the Chronic says, I just logged on to QM's website and saw a picture of Mo Howard David. That is one ugly mofo, he says. No wonder he's not on camera. He chattered the lens, and he calls you Ginger. At least Ginger was somewhat attractive. All the best. No, he actually calls me Neil Rogers now, and you know what? Too late. Too late. It would be like if O.J. called up the Goldmans and says, Ah, come on, let's go to dinner this weekend. I'm buying. You know? I, I just, somehow, I don't think they'd be too receptive. And so if that's supposed to be his overture or his his uh, posture as being professional or whatever, whatever he's doing for the new year, way too late, you know? 
be like like Hitler showing up at a synagogue some Friday evening and saying, hey, you know, maybe I maybe I was a little bit went overboard. My bad. Yeah, right. So did I mention? I did mention it, but I didn't say anything about it. The movie, The Austin Powers, I saw Gold uh, Finger. Gold yeah, member. you didn't say anything about it exactly. Gold member. It was it was good. It was okay. The it skin. I like the skin. It was wearing off a little. It was wearing a little bit thin. Yeah, and the mole. That was funny too. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, it was pretty good. Well, it's the kind of movie, though, that's great for killing time on a plane. Oh, yeah. Because usually the movies you have a choice from on a plane are like, oh, so marginal, you know, but that's kind of like a first-run movie. It's good stuff. So I loved it. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line, which the uh, best FM station in South Florida is our pool today. Also, if you go to neilrogers.com, great job, by the way, Eric, in spite of what they're saying about you here. Now, they're not saying anything. Just, I don't want to get him worked up again, okay? That's my mistake. We love you, Eric, okay? Even though you're a little slow sometimes. I don't, I don't want to start kissing his ass too much because then he'll think like, you know, I want to keep him on his toes. And, of course, keeping Eric on his toes would be like, Anyway, the book, David Brock, Blinded by the Right, The Conscience of an Ex-Conservative. This is our new book that we recommend enthusiastically. I'm a little late getting around to this because Suds gave me this book two months ago. But it just came out last year anyway. So it's a, here's a guy that was a, originally a liberal when he went off to Berkeley. He became a conservative, a, which in the book he'll explain to you how that happened. A rabid, hateful right-winger, which I guess is being redundant. And then finally uh, fessed up to all of it, and the book is fascinating and sensational, including what he points out about Miss Grudge. You mark my words, there won't be no emails from my friend Lynn anymore. I went over the edge, over the board on Miss Grudge. Maybe, maybe they share the same wardrobe, I don't know. Live, Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh, God.
16 is 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. The Neil Rogers Show is still kicking ass after 600 years. How do you like that? Kicking Greg's ass right out of our face. What is it about that name? Do we know any Greg that we like? Think about it. I mean, Lucanus? Greg Lucanus? I don't know him. I don't know any Greg. We know Greg Reed and we know Greg from, uh, Greg from Hunger. Oh, yeah, Greg Fadick. He's a good guy from WYOD. What, what, what is he oh, doing? The he's still over there. Ribs. Have yes. you seen those Flanagan spots? Yeah. That's him. Boy, he must have balls like an elephant, you know? Big, the whiskey. deep boys. Whiskey. You know what it is? Yes. So Henry Barrow hasn't called yet. I'm going to keep mentioning that until we embarrass him to call. He won't. He won't be calling in, neither with that bald-headed Mark Benson. Mark is still busy running around trying to force people to speak English, even if they don't want to. See, you don't know some of these crowds like <laughs> I know them, man. You don't know them like I know them because I've been here a long time, baby. I don't know them at all. And the one thing about this town, it's like recycled Schmidt. They just keep popping up over and over and over again. Never go away. Here's a fact that says, You are absolutely correct, sir. The radio sucks. Except for you and Stern, there isn't Schmidt to listen to, or should I say there is Schmidt to listen to. Nothing but the same repetitive swill over and over, day in and day out. And it's been that way for at least 20 years. It's amazing how much great music exists, and yet none of it is ever played. I travel two hours a day commuting to work, and have become so desperate I listen to sports geeks like Mad Dog Moron and Fat Slob Hammer. Come on, don't be picking on Hank <laughs> just because he's a little bit on the pudgy side, okay? That was funny. He says it's pathetic. I urge all Floridians to call these stations and bitch about the programming. Then station management might get off their ass and change the entire format, but I doubt it. P.S. Florida sucks. Well, doubting it is the correct way to look at it, okay? Don't waste your time. Stick with your CDs and whatever else. Just like all those classical music people, I keep telling you, they have those amazing things called CDs. Whining and crying and fetching and carrying on about, about nothing. Every great piece of classical music is available on beautiful digital quality uh, CD. Just pop it right in your player, yeah, in your, in your Lexus, right in your Mercedes, in your Jew canoe, whatever you're driving out there, and quit bellyaching so much. Oh, Jimbo, what are we going to do? The worst call in the history of the human race was that call. Even transcending the guy who said, aren't we blessed down here, Jim? About a couple of football games. Well, if we were blessed that weekend, boy, we must be cursed something fierce. The devil must be sticking it in our Rectum. man. We're getting pitchforked is what we're getting. If it's all, if the barometer is all based on ball games. See, if, if that, and I also heard another call to Mad Dog on Friday. Some guy talking about, well, you know what it's really all about is my guys kick your guys. My town's better than your town. Is that what makes a great town, is having a sports team that wins something? What else? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I thought maybe if we have more early bird dinners than everybody else. That would be nice, but not as important. More illegal aliens? Five, six, seven, oh, five. And you notice, you notice that last kid that washed up on shore, you remember that? There were, never heard another word about it. You want to know Because there was no custody battle. Right. So that was the end of that. It took all the fun out of it. I was planning for like another two years with another alien deal. All the great bits could have the phones lit up with all those people that we'll never hear from again. Remember all those Juliettes that were actually calling? Sure. Old ones even? Okay. I think your mama called in. She don't listen to English radio. Good for her, okay? No, good for us, actually. Who wants that old bitch calling us? And by the way, George says he don't want you calling him either. Not at the house? Your mama. Call him in a phone booth, okay? He'll give you the number. Five, six, seven. <laughs> he won't be there when the phone rings, but he'll give you the number anyway. Give it a shot. Maybe we can give the same number to Greg from uh, Hunger. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the ATT. I will be at the Panthers uh, Red Wing game this Wednesday night, Greg. I just mentioned that in case maybe you and Andy want to stop by. Here's Boca. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Okay. I hope you have a great year this year. I've been listening to you about a year and a half. I've been only, I've been down here a few years, and every time I get a chance, I will listen to your show. Well, thank I, God I, for I always you. get a laugh out of it. All right. And it it really makes uh make, makes me you know, feel good, but. Uh, I, I was living up in Canada for a few years, and you're right. They have kind of a hang-up about Americans, uh, you know, the uh, inferiority complex mm-hmm. or something. They yep. worry about oh, what and, we And think. you know something? Now that they lost, you know, the Canadian the junior hockey chair, the world junior hockey that they lost to Russia last night, the final, yeah. they're going to be psychotic now. They're going to be committing suicide. I know. It's, it's But they have a great country, but they, they don't, you know, they did it, you know, they have this feeling about we should worry about them. We don't ever think about, you know, the people down here never think about Canada. Right. Most, most of the people here don't even know where it is on the map. Hey, could you do me one favor? Anything you like. Uh, Uncle Remus's rendition of Condoleezza, if you get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I love okay. that song. Okay, have a uh, great day. Thanks, bye. Oh, what a wonderful day. 5670560. Oh, Pound 560. Before we play that, though, I might have to talk to my good friend Eisner and see what he thinks about it. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Got plenty of open lines there, which I can't understand. It's our first full day back official after the new year, even though I was here Thursday and Friday. And I know a lot of you are trying to put your life back together. That's the that's the excuse. Another good excuse. 104. Oh, it's just changed again. 147. The best FM state in South Florida. They all suck 147, which is more, I'm sure, than all of this put together. LRN 21, Big 17, Magic 15, in spite of the foundations that build my ass buttercup, Zeta 10, EDR 9, Kiss 9, and way down from there. Wouldn't you think RMF would do better than that? Nah. Why not? Like they got, they got a great signal. They don't get it? Not indeed. Oh, it's kind of like this show. They don't get it. Like our management. They just don't get it. Oscar Rand's birthday is this week. You know what? She still smells the same. That's what Troy told me this morning. He said it may be her birthday, but it still smells the same. I don't want to say what he's talking about. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Oh, my God. I can't, I can't talk and laugh at the same time. I'm still cracking up about the Greg Lusanus line. You are unbelievable. Yeah. Um... Is there any newspaper in the country with the worst radio no. TV department than the Sun Sentinel? No. Two weeks ago, the, the, the Sunday TV book that came in yesterday's paper, and if people know the industry, they know that the TV book is printed two weeks in advance, had it correct, which is the unbelievable because the TV book is usually wrong, but they had the Heat game on Channel 4 and the Enron movie on 33. So I don't know how Jicka didn't understand that because it's in the freaking paper. He's an asshole. Unbelievable. Now, I was going to talk because I heard your comment this morning about don't ever work in radio because sooner or later somebody's going to screw with your life. That's right. And i got about 20 years' experience in that. But I have to discuss, I know you love direct television. And I was happy. Last year I moved to a high-rise in Lauderdale by the sea that's wired only for direct TV. And I... I, I had it with cable companies. I'm moving next year. Well, wait, wait a minute. Why do you say I love direct TV? I, I don't love direct did, TV. because you always raved about it. Well, I mean, it's, it's better than cable. Well, I have friends and relatives with uh, AT&T Digital Broadband who rave about it, and the point is when there's a freaking little rainstorm, it doesn't go out all the time, 
And I don't know, I had six months of, ni- of nightmare between June and October with DirecTV on a technical basis, on a customer service basis. Their, their customer service department is useless. Mm-hmm. I wrote about four letters to the president of DirecTV. I won't mention names. You know who I'm talking about, I'm sure. In Los Angeles, I get a response from somebody by the name of Kathy S. No last name, just the initial S. S stands on for Schmidt, yeah. A corporate stationery with just a P.O. box. I still don't know where the building is in Los Angeles. You can't get a phone number. You can't get anything accomplished. I had out-of-sync audio on the, on the uh, news stations. I had Showtime, which was uh, inaudible. Well, well, who, who, but, but you're obviously dealing with somebody incompetent. I don't have those problems. Well, I mean, they, I, did, I did have some other problems, which I talked about last week, which I don't want to repeat all over again. Right. But uh, generally speaking, I have very little problem with DirecTV. And, and certainly a lot, um, I have 50 times the problem with the cable that I'll ever have on DirecTV. My cable sucks. The only advantage cable sucks. Well, AT and T, AT and T broadband. They're the antichrist. Regular cable does suck. I agree with you. I'm but they, only... but they're they're peddling it as digital cable, and it's not digital cable. But the only thing that I'm saying is you can get the same at, at this point. At least you can get the same programming choices. You can get your seven HBOs. You can get your sports packages. And you don't have to deal with the weather problems that you get with satellite. I I don't know because I never had um, a direct TV satellite system or the Dish Network in a private house. I do know some people that have had it and have gotten rid of it, be- mainly mainly because their customer service department you can't get anything done. At least yeah. a cable company you can go down the block to their offices and scream and yell at somebody. Well, when you when you when they must pay people like fifty cents an hour because if you ever call one eight hundred Direct TV, it's, the it's people a, the people nightmare. the it's people that you talk to have an IQ in the minus it's, column. Exactly. And, yeah. and, they, and, and they sent me a letter back from their corporate offices. I told you this, Kathy. I said, well, the people that you're complaining about are not the right people to talk to. Well, if they're not, give me a phone number. Tell me who I'm supposed to talk to. If those aren't the right people, that's the only number you're giving me. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, just calm down a little bit. Getting, it's, it's, it's not worth it to get this hysterical. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing just, it. Just, I'm, I'm just doing it for the show. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> like I said. Have he, a good day. Okay, you too. <laughs> There's the kind of caller we like. He doesn't really feel all that emotional about it, but he's putting on a little shtick for us. We like it, sir. Stick it. Good guy. He's not going to sit back and take crap. He's paying. He's paying for a quality product there, and they're jerking him around a little bit. There's nothing wrong with a little jerking around, but it's supposed to feel good when it's over. Here's a fax. You won't like this from Gary. Another chronic. Same old stuff. This is probably uh, Avi's boyfriend says, why doesn't George talk about Palestine anymore? Did he get his balls circumcised? I didn't know they circumcised your balls. Do they circumcise your balls? Who? They. Whoever, the, uh, bris, the, the bris people. The people doing the bris business. They circumcise I'll go, I'll go your balls? Them. We got people work here who shave their balls, like Joe Costello. I wonder if he shaved his balls before their honeymoon, since they've been living together for years now. He better have. Why? If you're going to shave on any day, it better be your, your Now, is, is uh, Janina, she into that, or was that just his prior girlfriend? You know, we never, never discussed that. that? No, we well, never why don't you talk? That. You're always telling me that all you talk about with Joe is sex. Yeah, but not with Janina. Oh, the other babes. Dave in Atlanta says, listening online in Atlanta, Georgia, I heard you talking about Mike. I listened to both of you for 100 years before uh, fleeing that crap hole in 1996. Congratulations, Dave, for getting out of here. One of Mike's talents was doing a four-hour show in two hours by saying everything twice. <laughs> That's the skinny on that. You're right, Dave. We used to joke about that. He used to do a four-hour show that was really only two hours because he'd repeat everything a second time. He'd repeat everything a second time. Uh, you know, you one, thing, to say one thing he did not say a second time, though, was Ooga Booga. 
Well, that's what the booga is. Oh, I see. A slight variation of ooga. Here's one. It says, I was on a wonderful two-and-a-half-week vacation when I returned uh, Sunday and read the letter to the editor below. I knew it was back in South Florida, a mindless, lifeless sports hole. This is from a Robert and Coral Springs wrote the letter that they're referring to, which they have on this thing, on the uh, facts. It says, great games invariably mean the home team lost. Oh, I already read this. That's right. Oh, that... You know something? I'm this. Whoever faxed this to me, thank you so much, Lauren. Because I meant to cut this out and I forgot to clip it out. Listen to this. Great games invariably mean the home team lost. If they won, you wouldn't need to call it anything. Our season, with all it entails, such as tailgating, cheering, and drinking, has ceased to be. And that is the destiny of the South Florida sports fan. The Heat, Marlins, Panthers, and Dolphins offer the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, only more of the latter. This was our first year of Dolphins season tickets, and it was a hoot. Arriving three hours before game time and sharing that time with fans of all ages and heritages is enlightening. That we all share the dream of the ultimate test, the Super Bowl, makes us of one spirit, and that spirit is hope, and hope is cheap at $37 a seat plus parking. Hope at the Heat Games cost me $80 a seat plus parking, and I can't cook my own steaks. My thanks to the Dolphins for a great year in the escape it had afforded for those eight game days of season I could dispense with the rest of the paper to just concentrate on the sports. I could forget about the wars and meanness and cruelty and retreat to this game of giants. Rich giants, but giants nonetheless. By the way, how do you like the way the Giants blew that game yesterday? 24-point lead. Rich giants, but giants nonetheless, and ones who share their joy and disappointment with their fans. When I fail at work, it's between a lost sale and me. When they fail at work, there's no rationalizing on the way back to the office, but there are cheers next time. See you next home game, and thanks. Writes lifeless Robert in Coral Springs. Robert, get a life. Get a search party, baby. I have no life. Oh, my God. I read the letter, and my reaction was exactly the same as the guy who faxed it to me. You have to be schmitten me. These these rich giants who can't afford... Uh... You don't want to share the dream? I call it share the nightmare is what I call it, especially after this last weekend when we found out that we're cursed after the last few days, starting last Sunday. Starting as the... And you know something? that often fans ought to feel a little bit better because they only blew an 11-point lead with five minutes to play. The Browns blew a 14-point lead twice, and the Giants blew a 24-point lead with about four seconds to play. How do you like that, Fat Rich Garcia? Man, oh, man. So what are you bitching about, huh? And then the hurricanes and a bad call and it was a phantom flag. Yeah, so who cares? They get their own phantom call later in the game. They got first and goal on the two-yard line. First of all, the whole thing in college uh, overtime is, is ridiculous. Do you know how they play overtime in college? I have no idea. Now, you do know in overtime, like in professional football, they right. go out there and they play another period. Sure. Just like they play the first four. Well, in college football, they've got this great idea. And they have the coin toss, who's going to receive, who's going to kick. And they they start, with, or they don't kick. I'm sorry, they don't do that. Who's going to defend where? They start on the other team's 25-yard line. And then they have four downs or whatever. They keep trying to get a first down. And they try to score. If they get a field goal, they got three points. If they get a touchdown, seven points, they nothing. And then the other team does the same thing at the other end, 25-yard line. And if they both get a touchdown, for example, then they have a second overtime, which is what happened in the game Friday. So the uh, the Hurricanes got the ball first and goal on the two-yard line, and they can't punch it in. you got nobody to bellyache about by yourselves plus the five turnovers. And you should have known it was coming. The game against Rutgers, it was like holding up a sign saying, hey, we're... See, this is what happens when you play girls' teams all year long. No matter how good you are, it's like a racehorse. 
if a race races a horse races against crappy competition, they tend to be lazy. They tend not to perform at their best. Complacent. And then when the true test comes along, it's very easy to go back and fall back into your bad ways. Follow what I'm saying? Because I sure don't. Huh? No, seriously, that's the way it works. You get When low, you're playing but... all those girls' teams, those Big East teams, you win by 85 points. And then all of a sudden you don't win by all those points. In some of the games you say, ah, maybe we stink, you know. Maybe we suck. Maybe we're a bunch of choking dogs. And by the way, those punks in Columbus, we already had one on the line that George unfortunately put on the line. I knocked him right off of there. And I, uh, we're not going to talk to you idiots up there. Get a life, Columbus. That's what Isabella told him. That's why he took off. You idiot. Going to call here. Oh, well, we uh, Congratulations to Ohio State for at least not burning the city down again this time. Nice going. That's about the only thing we can say for you. And let me tell you right now, because I don't want to get sports intensive. If USC would have played either one of those teams Friday night, they would have kicked their ass from here to Uranus. That is not, there's no debate about that. They'd have kicked their ass. We got a hundred open lines on this phone, and I have no idea why, because we've heard from some very famous people today, and some like kind of marginal. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Am I doing the right spot here? Dial. Uh, Mattress? Yeah. Because I don't like this copy at all. I hate the copy. Fat boy sucks. But he has lost 15 pounds on balance for life. Oh! Anyway, if you want to get you a great night's sleep, do the same thing that I've been doing and Miguel and George and anybody else with a brain, even like a little one. And get you a great brand new name brand mattress at an unbeatable price from Dollar Mattress. Call 1-800-MATTRES right now and Dollar Mattress will have you sleeping like a baby all year long. That should be your New Year's resolution. Get a good night's sleep every night with a quality name brand mattress. And they got the best. They have Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, and every size and style ever invented. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be talking with an expert bedding consultant who recommend the perfect bed for you and your back. And they have exactly the one you're looking for in stock. No phony sales. No bait and switch like those department stores. And then when you order your new bed from Dollar Mattress, they'll have it there when you want. When it's convenient for you, they have a 99% on-time record, which is just one reason why they're ranked number one for overall customer satisfaction. So if you want to get satisfied, do it on a great mattress from Dollar Mattress. And enjoy the new year without somebody special with a great brand-name mattress at an unbeatable price. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. That's 1-800-MATTRESS for a dollar mattress, the perfect way to start off the new year. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA, QA, yeah. A Nazi. Condoleezza, Chevron Moody. Yes. With your funky yellow teeth so far apart. Condoleezza, Condoleezza, what you be doing? Get me old fascist like that token Schwarzer's dog. Is you dead cause you a high-toned boot-lip Negro? Is you the blackie and your mammy who be smart? Does they like how you shine their shoes, Condoleezza? All the way you wash and park the whitest cars. Georgie Jr. say he trust you, Condoleezza. You sell our allies on the greedy oil wall. But then he make you clean all the white 
house bathrooms. Look up the sink, the toilet, and then scrub the floor. They tell you don't wear sandals, Condolito. Your cold chip toenails make them want a wretched fuse. Your nappy leg hair looks just like it evil crow. The GOP want you to be that token spoon. One day while you be flipping pancakes, you may realize. That they're treating you just like your esterone. That's when your head will move from side to side, Condoleezza. Here till Bush and Rummy, they be cracker assholes. Here's another word of warning to all you potential broadcast people out there. Beware of bitchy right-wing queens. 5670560. Oh, Boy, we sure got a lot of open lines now, like just about all of them. That's uh, very sad. Is this the way we're going to start out the new year? Yeah. Very sad to me. 4th of January, 2003. 6th, whatever the hell the date is. See, one thing, because Norm would have called me if I would have been in Toronto yesterday and told me about Mike. And so I would have known about it. I would have gone online. I would have gotten the article, the obit from the Herald. And I still would have had it, as opposed to Tom Jicka, who claims that I'm out of touch by not being here, and I don't have my thumb on the pulse of it, and he's right here in town. Did he have it? No. Oh, brother. Talk about the pot calling the kettle pink, Tom. You're pathetic. You're tragic. You're sad. You're an embarrassment. I wouldn't wipe my ass with your freaking newspaper. Here's a call from Pembroke Pines. Hello. Can I apply for Galdi? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Boynton Beach, hello. Happy New Year, Uncle Neil. And back to you. Hey, I wanted to tell you about a great book somebody bought me for Christmas. Um, oh. I think George would really enjoy it, too. It's called Goliath, an uh, author named Steve Alton. Uh, it, it's really good because uh, it deals with a victim of terrorism who uh, ends up hijacking a nuclear sub and... And he puts out a list of demands that, that read like George Bush's Christmas list. And, and uh, it starts off with the execution of uh, Saddam Hussein and a, and a bunch of other um, figures like Castro and Kim Jong-il. And, and if the guy doesn't get what he wants, he's going to launch a nuke on Baghdad. Mm-hmm. And, and so you start rooting for the villain a bit. But the, the, I guess the moral of the story is uh, the road mm-hmm. to hell is paved with good intentions and, and things really get out of hand quickly. And, and it's amazing how many things... The guy has in the book that are coming true on on today's headlines. Really good book. Definitely okay. recommend I'll it. I'll check it out. Thanks a lot. Thank you. See you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. Where are the women here today again? Let's start the new year with that again. We had one, I think, one or two. Pretty weak. Pretty weak response here on the opening day, January sixth, two thousand and three. Get the new year off on the right foot. Can you guys do it? No. No. Now this was in the Herald this morning. Somebody faxes me. I guess we. It's worth mentioning. Less than 24 hours after returning from the Fiesta Bowl, U of M sophomore tailback Willis McGahee had successful surgery on his left knee yesterday afternoon at Health South Doctors Hospital. The damage appeared to be less getting like, eh. well, he was going to be uh, possibly uh, drafted, uh, you know, like high first, whatever, and make a lot of money and buy a house for his mom. And it was, it's a nice story. And it looked like it was going to be tragic because he got like, just busted up his knee in that game Friday. It looked really nasty. It's not as serious as they thought it was going to be, said Eugene Poole, McGahee's older half-brother. It wasn't reconstructed the knee. So that's the good news, okay, for all you hurricane people out there and everybody else, too, that wants to see him, like, do good. 
Anybody out there want to see anybody do good? No. Not in this town. Not in this town. Five six seven oh five sixty. Our poll: What's the best FM station in South Florida? And the reason I'm asking that is because I was trying desperately uh, Friday and over the weekend to find a state. I, why do I keep doing it? You know, it's like I keep coming back here and expecting something to change. It's not going to change. The music's always going to suck. The programmers are always going to be a bunch of butt plugs. 284 votes. I'll tell you the ones that have no votes. WSDJ is that a spic station? I don't, I don't know. even know what it is. WFLC, the coast has got no votes, Disney. How do you like that? <laughs> it's got zero. It sucks. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. WAMR and WRMA uh, each have no votes. Radio Romancia and Radio Amor, no votes. That means we got no space listening. Huh. I wonder what that's all about. Hot's got one. CMO, that's because George has been on. Hot's got one. CMQ and Radio Ritmo have got one. WMIB Men in Black's got the same one. That's got to be Pete Bolger. Same one it's had all morning. RF3, Y103, Love 4, LYF, and PYM tied with 6, a match made in heaven. Power 96 got 7, Kid Curry. Boy, he was in here sucking around last week. Man, he just loves this show. You know, loves me. Loves George. No, he don't like George. Power 7, EDR 9, Kiss 10, Zeta 12. Magic's got 16, Ricky Ticky. Enough to make Rick flip his cap. I should have asked him when he called in if he ever washes that thing, you know? He, it's a part of him. When I used to see him at the Dolphin games when I had my season tickets, you know, and he used to sit a few rows in front of me, he'd always turn around and wave before the game. He always had that cap on. Yeah, but I'd have it, you know, seven different ones, though. Ah, like Mo's, style, like right? Mo's piece. I didn't ask him if he has like a separate Sukkis uh, cap. Magic's got 16, Big has got 19, LRN 25, and they all suck 160, which is more than all the other ones put together. Oh! All you programmers out there, all you fakers, all you make-believe radio programmers, the audience says all your music blows. They wouldn't wish your music on Hitler, okay, and Saddam Hussein, and your mama, Osama, and even George W., they wouldn't wish your music on. You think I'm going to get to the Dr. Phil story? Dr. Phil Nightmare made me a cripple. I mean, don't let me forget that. Anything negative about Dr. Phil we love on this show. And I keep forgetting to set my, speaking of my universal uh, TV, whatever they call my direct TV thing, I keep forgetting to set it for guiding light. See, now you can set it so it'll tape it like every day at the same time. It'll take you two months, but you'll remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, to be able to pick up WVIB or whatever that is in Buffalo. CBS. And watch the guiding light at 3 o'clock. I bet you I'm missing some pretty heavy-duty traumatic stuff. Although Passions is... Now, did we ever have the wedding? I guess today is the wedding. The weddings. Antonio and Luis and Beth and Beth's crazy mother. Beth's crazy mother, whatever her name is, by the way, on Passions, is the best uh, character of any soap opera in history. Even better than poor little Timmy. Rest in peace. What Now, what are you giving me a look? You don't watch that show. You know who the hell that is? It's a funny show, okay? It's a soap opera that's a comedy. It's funny. Give you a few laughs, and believe me, when you live in this goddamn town, you need a few laughs. Oh, Jimbo, what are we going to do, Jimbo? Did you hear that call? This guy, I, th I thought he was going to reach. You know how they do that phony surgery, the Chinese? Right. I, I thought he was going to, like, try to reach inside his body and yank his <laughs> intestines out and just throw them all on the ground. He was just so distraught because of a couple of, because of one at that point, only one football game. Now, after Friday night, this guy's gotta be dead. He has gotta, he has gotta done the big slit. From either that or maybe he had uh, dinner with OJ over the weekend. Don't you think maybe OJ ought to bond with the Goldmans? Don't, I thought that was a very apt analogy. Him and Mo trying to suck up by mentioning my name now. 
Ain't gonna work, Mo. Okay, you can promote this show 15 times a day. Ain't gonna work. We already we already saw the color of your crap and hair piece. Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is Marvin calling. I'd I'd like to say a few words if I could about my late friend Mike Ranieri. I I learned the news sadly this morning. I I, yeah. I, I knew Mike for almost 30 years. I uh, just like to say that Mike was one of the kindest, sweetest guys. He was a real he was a real gentleman. I never heard Mike ever badmouth anybody, even after he got the Rob deal at IOD. Yeah. And uh, and I'll really miss him. And anybody that knew him will 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 miss him too. So. Mike, the next time I'm out to Dixon, I raise a glass of wine, my friend. But my my toast is to you. We'll all miss you. We loved you. Amen. So, Thanks a lot, Marvin. That's Thank all you. I have to say. I will say one thing. I I remember because we got along great. But there was I forget what I was talking about one day. I made some little dig uh, about something he did on his show. And the next morning I'm coming in, and his his question of the day is, how do we make the Neil Rogers show better? And it was uh, hysteria. I came in, I looked at him, we both laughed our ass off. It was great. But that, that's the kind of uh, stuff he would do, you know, like, not, but not mean and vicious. Not mean and vicious and malicious like some people that we know rhymes with mo. Okay? Malicious and hateful. Behind the scenes, on the air, hey, have a nice day in paradise, everybody. You know, happy face in the public. But behind the scenes, ripping and stabbing and torturing and screwing over and effing. Like my good friend Roger, who wanted my job. Are you picking on Roger now? Sure, why not? That's probably why he hasn't called in. Because he's afraid he'll have to go through you first. No, he don't want to I'll talk to I'll put him right me. on. How about Henry Barrow? Talk about that glider. You'll notice Henry won't call. He's too embarrassed. And he should be embarrassed. He he helped to uh, kill this guy. He he did. He helped to put the nail in his coffin. I don't even know the details of his death. I don't care what anybody says. Henry helped to kill uh, Mike Ranieri. I mean, wasn't it Mike that took Henry with him when he went over there to Waxing? They put that show together, that phantom. They, they brokered the time, bought the way back on the air, went out and sold the spots, all of that stuff. And um, and then, uh, you know, when they decided, well, maybe we aren't going to do it, Henry goes uh, behind his back with that Mark Benson, with that unctuous human uh, excuse, and they, they like uh, sign a deal behind his back and take the show away from him. Which is why he had to wind up uh, being out on the beach again for a short period of time before winding up with Cheap Channel, a fate worse than death. That's why you won't hear from our fat friend Henry Burrow. And let me tell you, Henry, when you get as old as you're getting, believe you me, he's almost as old as Mo. And you haven't been a fat tub all your life, and all of a sudden you start ballooning up like when we saw him back in November. Wow. You can start counting the days on one hand, I guess. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eight. I still can't get over Fat Boy's ass. I mean, you know, if if there's anything we <laughs> Airplanes no, can't get if over there's anything ass. we need a picture of on our website that will draw eight eight billion instant hits, if we could just have a picture of Fat Boy's ass on our website on that uh, picture page. Although I don't know if we can get it all on there. Maybe we'll have to have like segments. Well, you can scroll. You, you can scroll from the right cheek to the left cheek. You have never seen an ass. Even Al Goldstein pales into insignificance. A piker. His ass is like a baby ass compared to Jeff High. Al's whole body is like one of his cheeks. Oh, my God. That ass, what do you think, 150 pounds? His ass alone, no, because he's 321. I got it out here. He got on the scale this morning. The ass alone has got to weigh 150 pounds. Even Skippy agrees. He said, I've never seen such an ass in all my life. The only problem is he was pointing at George when he said it. Watch yourself, Skippy. You can be replaced, okay, easily. 
And, and a lot of you got 50 guys like Mad Dog always says there's 50 guys out on the street standing on line waiting to take all those posh accounts you inherited from uh, all those gimmies you inherited from Brian, who was a good guy and a real sales guy, which we can't say for you, Skippy. What, what, what was that all about? What's he? He's uh, giving Raymond the tour, Raymond the new salesperson. Oh, Raymond, we got another new sales hole. <laughs> hey, Raymond, get out before it's too late, Raymond. Get out. We told that to what's his name, our good close personal friend, Scott uh, Schwartz. Wasn't that his name? Scott Schwartz, what a great memory. How's Laura? Hey, Laura, how you doing, honey? Scott and Laura Schwartz, two good people. See, we worked with some good people in this business. I'm not so, such a hard-hearted bastard. I just tell it like it is. We've also worked with some assholes. And if you're going to be an asshole, I'm going to tell you, you're an asshole. That's all. If you're a good guy, we'll, like, uh, pee all over your leg. And maybe even help you wipe it off. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. <laughs> Nigger Neil God. Yes, sir. Speaking. Fred Wolf Jr. here. Oh, my God. Long time since we've heard from you. Yeah, I call maybe once every two years or Mr. so. Mr. Detroit. Right. WABX is still my favorite with Dave Dixon. How's the bowling coming? Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my dad used to, I'm not, of course, <clears throat> Fred Wolf Jr., but my dad did used to bowl with Fred Wolf, and I knew him pretty well when I was a kid. Really? So that was pretty neat. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Fred Wolf used to be on WXYZ, right? Wixie all the way. Right. Yep, definitely. So, yeah, I, I was listening to you when you signed on this morning, and I was wondering why you were paying, playing the uh, Ranieri bits, mm -hmm. and I thought it had to be either really good or really bad. Yeah, it's bad. Unfortunately, it was really bad. Mm -hmm. And Yeah, he's in the same league as uh, um, Harry Carey and even Ernie Harwell, just good guys. In fact, I put him in the same category with a Fred Wolf or Herb Oscar Anderson, a guy right. who was on for a very long time. He was like a legend, an institution. People felt very comfortable listening to him. He was, he was there all the time. I mean, he was right. like revolutionary or anything, but he was just a, a good guy. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, I met Harry, uh, not Harry Carey, but I met Ernie Harwell when he was down last summer with the Tigers playing tomorrow on side. Tracked him down and, you know, met him and all that. And what a great guy. You know, I mean, it's just like talking to a friend. He actually started asking me stuff about me, like he was interested in what I'm doing and stuff. And it was just, what a great guy. And there's not many of those left. And, you know, the broadcasters these days, I know you were watching the football games yesterday. Mm -hmm. And on Fox, they have Jimmy and Danny. And it's just, it's so pitiful. And these jobs. Well, I see it. They can't even speak English. Yeah. And it's all jocks and, and... Oh, yeah, and they've got this this pathetic routine that they go through, and they're all grabbing ass and laughing and puking and slapping each other on the back. It, it just, it's just really tragic, you know, and you know exactly the crowd that they're catering to, the same guys that call this radio station, the sports nerds. Right, it's disgusting. They're not professional broadcasters. Yeah. They're just shills. So, anyway, I'm glad. I really appreciate your letting people give homage to, to Mike on the air. He was one of a kind, and... And, uh, well, at least, I'll tell you one thing, at least we're getting a nice response on that, which is good, because uh, there have been many times over the years that somebody that we like or somebody been in the business a long time has died, and we talk about on the air, and nobody has anything to say, which is uh, sad. Well, they don't know from radio, unfortunately. They don't know from life. Forget no, about radio. They don't know from life, from humanity down here. So once again, thanks for uh, doing kind of an on-the-air wake for uh, old Mikey, and he will be missed. Okay, Junior. See you, buddy. See you. Get the honey. Here's a, a fact that says, uh, sympathies to Mikey's family also heard a, a bit of the sludge Coulter Lickfest, self-hating queen, Alice Jr. Right, you got your thumb on it. Lastly, there was a fire in the area of West Hollywood and uh, I, what? Is that Ives Deary? Oh, and I've seen or heard nothing. Do you know anything? No. Fire was, oh, do we know anything? Fire was around 11.15? No. Are you kidding me with our vast news resources here at WQAS, <laughs> where the big news is that the final score was 3-2? to two? We don't we don't know from news. Do we have a newswire? No. Well, whatever happened with that? Remember those days that uh, Clarence was hocking me that we're going to get the AP newswire. We're going to then that, that always uh, always falls through after the billboards. Oh, after those big billboards, right? 
Here's another fax. <laughs> Good no, thing he's not the, obsessed like The only saying. reason that I'm reading these is to convey to the audience what it really means to be chronic and have no life and to be just sick, sick. Another fax. Neil, don't invite me to visit you at the Panthers game or anywhere else. Like I was serious. Your personal attack went too far. You'll never have to see me again. All right. I'm am it's amazing how one hello can stir up hostilities from six, seven, even eight years ago. Don't classify me with those other freaks. Years ago, I contributed to your show. You still play some of my cards, including Don Shula, yada, yada, yada. You don't remember. There were good times. User. There were never any good times with you. There were good times on the show. They had nothing to do with you. Yeah, there's a couple of cute things on there. So what does that mean? Where the hell is that? Don Shula, I Oh, yeah. And then there's always uh, the other one, which is... Shannon, I Faulkner. Which I don't think is him. That's not him. Oh. Now it says, but now it's all over. Please don't mention my name anymore. Okay, Greg. An era ends today. You'll never see or hear from me again. Oh, 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 And... All right. Oh. I know that makes you happy. Have a great life doing a radio show out of the country in your smelly underwear, Greg. I don't do my uh, show in the underwear and they don't smell. How do you like that? I'm not full of <laughs> Schmidt like you are. Like he's concerned about where I'm doing. This is the same guy who at the track was telling me how great this show has sounded lately, okay? Which mostly lately I've been doing uh, out of my country in, the, in my underwear uh, that smell. In some smelly country. <laughs> who are you fooling, okay? This is a man who will never go away. Never, never, ever go away. Compulsive. His entire life revolves around Ew, this freaking sorry-ass radio show. God, he's the poster child for I Have No Life. You ever? Did you ever meet him? Yeah, when you used to do appearances. Oh. Matter of fact, what was the, the Broward Mall? I think it was your birthday appearance or one of those. Yeah. A, a mall appearance, yeah, he showed up at one. Mm. And you survived to tell about it? Well, he didn't talk to me. Hey, George, though, likes you, Greg. In fact, George would like to invite you down to have lunch with him when he fills in next time on the next show. Right here in this country, in this smelly country. And you can even bring uh, your smelly underwear. Four minutes till noon at 560 WQM on a great Monday, man. Oh! Yeah, I can feel it. I can smell it. Oh, that's Greg's underwear. Sorry. Do you have any idea the sexual excitement he's getting from my mentioning his name and talking about this and reading the facts again? See, because if he really wanted to go away, you wouldn't have sent another fax, would you? But plug. In fact, every fax that you send, I'll read it on the air. How do you like that? For the next four years, every fax that you send, I'll read it on the air. In fact, send me one that says I'm not going to send you any more faxes. <laughs> right. That would be like if your mother said, I'm never coming back for dinner again until oh, the next please. time. Until the next time. It's like if I told my mother, I'm never coming to lunch again. As a matter of fact, and if I catch her putting that paprika and black pepper on those uh, ground brown burgers again, man, I'm going to tell you something. The Schmidt's going to hit the fan or the bowl, one or the other. Maybe maybe Jeff uses some of that at the loft, you know, some of that heavy-duty paprika, because, boy, it makes you schmidt your brains out. I mean, the, and the results are almost instantaneous. If we have any old farts left in the audience who are, like, plugged up for the last few weeks or months or years, just get some of those ground brown burgers in my mother's house. They will, like, <coughs> set you free. <coughs> Saw Todd Dreck this morning, speaking of Toulouse Ladrec. Saw her in here this morning, little Todd Dreck, about three feet tall, three pounds of crap. Oh, did you get the new truck copy? Yeah, I got it right here, as a matter of fact, in my hand. That's why I'm thinking about him. 
finally got a new piece of copy. And the only reason we got that is because they got this special seminar going on tomorrow. They got, they got this special scam, I mean, seminar going on at Fast Train. That's the only reason we saw Todd Dreck. And he never did come back with the other copy that's supposed to start tomorrow. Never came back with it. A man who can't and won't and don't. Those are his middle names, Todd Dreck. And by the way, welcome to our sales department, the two new uh, recluses we got in here today, whoever the hell they are. I wonder where they got them from. Probably more of uh, Todd Winnick's rejects. Don't you think? I'll check his resume. Yeah. Probably worked somewhere at Cheap Channel, or maybe they worked over there at uh, next to Chuck's Sub uh, Center. You know that nice little strip shopping center next door? With the CVS? Oh, oh, that one. The really nice right. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably in that convenience store there. <laughs> the Crown Liquors. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. In the furniture shop. Where they had that Jamaican uh, store and that jerk chicken and jerk this. Hey, guys, the new year is here. If your New Year's resolution is a high-paying computer career, now is the time to act, like right this moment. Well, almost. Fast Train is holding a free career seminar to, uh, Tuesday evening. That's tomorrow, in case you haven't checked the calendar, in Kendall, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines locations. It's a free seminar. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your seat. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. And make 2003 the year that you're in a high-paying computer job. And pretty soon you can be just as proficient on your computer as Carlos and Eric. If you're overworked, underpaid, or in some suckhole job, this could be the most important 50 minutes of your life. Fast Train can have you certified and ready for your dream job in just four short months. Did you write out that stuff for me, by the way, about how I'm going to unscrew my computer at home? Get with it, will you? Instead of sitting in there talking to him all day, do something constructive, all right? You got the other stuff done, that's good. That I worked very hard to get all those very important stories and the book and all of these things. But now write down something useful for once. And don't put down their adware again, okay? Like I said, Fast Train's got convenient day, evening, and weekend classes. <laughs> Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your seat for tomorrow night. For directions, check out Fast Train on their website at FastTrain.com. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. This is Steve Goldstein, but you can call me Geldy. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to... Wait a minute, I am in town. It's the 12 to 1 hour. Stop! is a party girl slut, party girl slut, party girl slut. Oh. Ann Coulter is a party girl slut, party girl slut, party girl slut. On her back, legs are spread, Nancy Snatch is good head. Nancy Snatch, Nancy Snatch, Nancy Snatch, Nancy Snatch. A moralist monster, a good girl who wants to be a media hoe and prefers it on top quiver. You want more? On this lady? Here's what I'll give you. She's got a book to read about slandering. Nobody knows more about slandering out with a big stupid mouth than anyone to the left of Mangala. Such a good Christian girl, you want to strangle her. Pontificating who she's hating. Political pundit pontificating. Scrub on the floor and masturbating. A Republican skanky hoe. She's a federalissimo. Making liberal a dirty word, you know. In a mini skirt showing camel toe. 
And culture knows what cake can be In a mini skirt that spells fishy She's a tall drink of water on the side of law and order With a back alley look if you like your broad dollar If you got the money she'll spread those legs With a cigarette and a chardonnay And culture and culture political pundit The angel of the right and a cheesy lady So here's a fact that says condolences to Mike Rainier and his family I think Lynn Samuels, whom I love, is the screener for Miss Ludge's radio show That is correct, she uh, screens the call Did you know that? No, Oh I yeah. Didn't. So I would imagine she was down here at IOD this past week when uh, Miss Sludge was filling in for uh, the Schmidtmeister, which I think is very appropriate. You know, Matt Drudge. Uh, and anyway, the good news is we just got two. I just got two emails from Lynn who says she is there, she's listening, and she would never get mad at me. How do you like that? See, she's got a sense of humor. Unlike the right-wingers who wanted to take stuff out of context like kiss an eager good morning and Condoleezza and stuff like that, who pretend they don't have a sense of humor, but that's because they want to stab you in the back and destroy your life. As uh, you'll find out in that book, what's the name of the book? Blinded by the Right by David Brock. Excellent book. Go out and get it, okay? Go out and steal one. Also, it says, P.S., can you play into the learning the spell with Darnell bit? No. This is Learning the Spell with Darnell. I'll be Darnell Jackson, and today we're going to spell the word European. Spell it with me now. European. E-U-R-O-P-E-A-N. That's a big one. Now, let's use it in a sentence. So I said to the guy, I says, hey, get away from my car. European on my tire. This is Learning to Spell with Darnell. I'll be Darnell Jackson. Just drop that in there. They're short. Why the hell not? We're here to make people happy. That's it. That's our thing on the new year, okay, in case you were out of time. We're not going to be sitting here doing bedtime stories and pontificating and try to uh, save the world from itself. Can't do it. Entertainment. That's what people want. Like that one guy said, put a little smirk on his face. That's all. That's the best we can do. And we'll take the money right to the bank. Thank you. And that's it. Oh, yeah, but you're going to replace Rush. You're going to be the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rush this. Even Miss Drudge is unsyndicated. How do you like them apples, huh? Which I guess is proof that no matter how many markets you're in, it's still the same crap. Oh, and and let's go, uh, let's go uh, kill some liberals. Anyway, here's now. This is interesting, and I'm going to need your help here. It says, uh, check out the translation of this flyer passed out in homes in Hialeah and Miami. Bored to pay a great deal by the cable and not to uh, see anything? This is an ad for Dish TV. And here's the other one. It says, Consandro de pegar mucho e aburrido de no ver nada por el cable. Cable. Okay. Well, you still would say cable, right? Cable. Cable? Sure. Oh, no. Borrowed word. Cable. Anyway, it says, Aura TV T-O-R. What is T-O-R? Le ofrece todo lo que usted quiere ver y mucho más. Okay. Not a bad reading for me, because what I usually do is put the emphasis in the wrong places. Well, I I don't have a flow with it usually. In addition to which, when I get to word like ofrece, I will say ofrece, because the C is in Italian. Right. And I like Italian much better. Uh, gratis. Sistema de TV por satellite. Satellite. Why, why is the acento over the E? Satellite. Satellite? Satellite. Instalación profesional uh, standar. I don't know what that is. So why, what does that mean? It says the same thing there as it does here. I don't get it. I don't get it. Why are you sending me this stuff? Are you, it must be Mark Benson again screaming about people who won't speak English. And God damn it, speak out. English. What? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. We got a million votes on the poll here, Carlos. Pretty good response. Now that George is off the air, I mean, George just doesn't do good polls. He's got everybody listening. It's just two things. Number one, he doesn't do good poll. Number two, they don't like him. 
Now, how can I get this damn mouse working? Boy, this is frosting my ass. We asked what's the best FM station in South Florida. 347 votes. We didn't put this baby up till 10 o'clock. Right? Right. It's not too bad, considering. We're going to have to work our way back. I would say in about two months we'll get the audience back. They all suck. 200. WLRN 32. That's a long cry from 200 to 32, you know it? Even though, of course, the other ones are dividing themselves up. I do understand that. WBGG, big, 23. That's a joke. That's a joke. If they took Howard off that station, like I said before, they could, like, flush it down the toilet. It's a classic crock. Zeta, 18. I'm not, what, what, who are these people? Zeta? Have you listened to them lately? I've tried. And not only that, but I think technically they must have some kind of problems or something because t they're, like, uh, muffled. There's something wrong with their signal. They were playing the same crap from two years ago when I popped it back Oh, up. just awful stuff. Uh, Magic, WMXJ17, I guess those are the foundations voting uh, several times. Build me a buttercup. Kiss, 11. 11 people like Kiss, country, country, and those pickers. All right. That's our crowd. Power 9, EDR 9. Party Radio's only got 7, Disney. Life 6, Love 4, a 5. And from there it's downhill. I'll tell you, several that still have zero. Radio uh, WRMA has none. Radio Amor has none. WFLC, the coast, still got a zero, Disney. Oh! It sucks. Although, actually, their music isn't that bad. If I was to have to rate them in order, I would put uh, RMF first and uh, coast second. Of course, that's my taste in music. I don't want to hear uh, the crap. I mean, I like classic rock, too, but I just don't play any here. CMQ1. or XDJ doesn't have any either. CMQ and RTO. So we don't have any Spicks listed now, George. You chased all those Spicks away while you were on. We don't have any. I mean, certainly if we did, they'd be voting for some of those Julio stations. We don't have any Julios listening to this show now. No. Boy, what is that all about? No, I wonder, don't know. No wonder our numbers are dropping like a, like a rug. Not that we care anymore, quite frankly. We don't really care. We want to just try to build up Mo. Here's Coral Gables. Hello. Hey, Neil. I'm, I'm pretty uh, shook up over the death of Mike. Um, he really was the J.P. McCarthy of Miami Radio. Yeah, that's another good comparison, right? Yeah, I mean, it's really upsetting because uh, there's no one left from that era of the, uh, you know, the Bill Calder. Um, well, the only one that would be left would be. Only fifty dollars. He's gone on to uh, bigger and the worst thing. That's right. He's the only one still alive. Big Wilson is gone. And Bill and the Mike, right? Yeah. It's and and Rick Weaver and Sonny Hirsch. That's right. They were a big part of the station as well. That station was great. That was a great radio station during the, the 70s, 80s, and even the 90s when, when, when you guys were on right. with Rick and Suds. And right, and then, and then the minute that they sold it to Paxton, that was the beginning of the end. That was tragic. That really was. Mm -hmm. um, you guys haven't heard from Ava Brown today, huh? I'm surprised. No. Or uh, or Bob. Bob Green? The man that fired Ranieri is going to call. That would be like expecting Henry Barrow, who stabbed him in the back. See, when people screw people over, and then the people that they screw over die, uh, they have nothing to say. Yeah. But uh, thanks for doing this, Neil. He was a good man. He was a great guy. Okay, thanks. See, that's good. Mike Ranieri passed away, in case you tuned in late. He passed away Friday after a brief illness. The obits in the Herald. That's it. There's nothing else in there, I think. I think this is... It's It's tragic. Don't you agree with me? Yeah. I mean, look at, did you see the story? Look at the size of the story on the obituary page. There's no picture. There's no, uh, you know, it's just a little, a few paragraphs. I mean, it seems to me that almost 30 years on the year and the degree of success and popularity that it had should merit a little bit more than that. And nothing in the Sun Sentinel. You know, I want to say it again. Tom Jicka, you can talk about me doing a show from Amsterdam, from uh, Moscow, from the moon, from Uranus. 
I'm always more in touch with what's going on here than you'll ever be. Because you're in la-la land, or your whole brain is just has been taken over by network propaganda about this network show and that network show and another one that's going to be canceled in five minutes. And that's it. That's what we read in the Sun Sentinel. You know, yesterday I go out get my Sunday newspapers because I get them both. I bring them in the house, and one of the great things I enjoy, like in Toronto, I get the Star and the Sun every day, and especially on Sunday. The other ones don't print on Sunday. And I read those papers. I can read them for two hours on a Sunday morning. I can read the Herald and the Sun Sentinel, in other words, what's worth reading, in 15 minutes on a Sunday. There's nothing in there except, you know, the, the big Brandsmart ad section and uh, 85 million other ads. There's like 15 pounds of ads. So somebody's making a lot of money. That's nice to see. So if you're making all of that money, how come you can't hire like a real couple of journalists? Somebody would write like a real column. Huh? <laughs> When's that going to happen? So sad. Five, six, seven. Uh, now, wait a minute. Is this for real? Call from Chicago. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. How's it going? Okay. Um, the, you know, I I'm, I'm looked at your survey, and it's amazing that you have that about the, um, the radio stations. Because um, I was noticing, like, when I go around different cities, there's no station that will play um, something like uh, the Talking Heads and then follow it up with, like, Dave Matthews Band. Dave Matthews Band. Okay. The, the thing is, is that they, you know, did somebody they, fart in there? By the way, because it, it's seeping in here, man. Smell it. Smell like bad gas. No, seriously, it's smell here. from the. I think they're pour, pumping it in. Probably a mole has something to do with. It. Go ahead, sir. Well, they, um, you know, like yeah. in DC, they have Q101, and San Francisco has Alice. Yeah. You know where they'll they'll play new stuff and old stuff, but in South Florida, they'll just play all old or old crap. New. Never anything brand new, though. Yeah, it's well, yeah, it's kind of weird. Anyway. Um, I guess that was that was it. Great okay, well, kiss, kiss the ground that you're there and not here, okay? Uh, and I hope your lips don't freeze to the sidewalk. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. That's a good town, man. Chicago. Joe Costello going to go there? See, that, I don't want to start because it's already over with, and I'm sure they had a wonderful time. If he would have taken Janina to Chicago, for example, that would have been a great honeymoon. Yeah, but Vegas weddings are a tradition kind of thing. No, they're not. They're a tradition for scumbags like you. Not for what, like. What do you care about big white weddings with the dresses and the tuxes and going to the church and paying them? That's all that what money? they're doing on Passions. Yeah. And what that was the movie that I? Oh, and, and on the Enron thing last night, that was the thing too, because he was trying to keep up with the Joneses, with right. all these executives in the company, and so his fiance was getting, she was aghast, if I can say that, because he was like getting the wedding consultant to come in and planning of a two hundred guests right, exactly. and all this other thousands of stuff. What do you mean by that? I'm not talking. I'm not talking about the nature of the wedding itself. Yeah. I'm talking about where you have it and you know. But well, you can't just fly to Chicago and get married. Everyone does the Vegas thing because you can get your license and get married five minutes later. That's the way it works there. Everybody else, you got to. Well, I, mean, I don't understand. They've been living together for what 15 years since they were like 10 years old. I don't. Oh, so under- you're going to mail order? Vegas is set up for it. Has all those chapels. Well, let me ask you something. How about if they would have gotten married here first, Ugh. and then they would have gone to Chicago? Then they would have had to do the church thing. Let me say it again. They had, no, they would not have had to do that. They could have done it. They could have. They, got, they both have. They parents. could have gotten the blind priest from Passions could have come <laughs> in and married. I did. I would have arranged it. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Yeah. Father Noseem, I think they call me. Yes, sir. Ranieri here. It's true, Cookie. Me and Larry Bessler always did wear cock rings on the air. Uh, 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. I think that was one of Dan Stewart's boyfriends. Live and local, this, this is oh, 560. Fine. The radio's all yours. QAM. Get baby. Winona Ryder, is it? Uh, yeah. Duh. Right. Uh, okay. As part of your 480 hours community service, we have you scheduled to work at this soup kitchen. It's pretty easy. We make the food and then give it to whoever wanders in. So, uh, do you want to do the serving? Uh, no. I don't touch my own food. I'm certainly not touching anyone else's. Okay. Um, how about cooking in the back? No. No way. I'm allergic to stainless steel. Um, how about washing dishes? Okay, sure. The soap has cocoa butter and jojoba, right? Uh, no. Aloe vera? Uh, no. I guess that means you can't help with the rest of the cleaning either, huh? No, I, I got you covered there. Just give me a minute to call Rosa. She keeps my toilet so clean, you can sit on them. Uh, yeah, great, but you see, you have to do the community service yourself. Oh. Well, I do have a list of supplies we need. Um, how good are you at shopping? Uh, that's me! Uh, well, wait, you need the credit card to pay. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. Oh, this is great. 1218 at 560 WQAM. This is the best. But before we get to that fax, now this is our chronic radio nerd, you know, the one you can recognize by right, the title. In Orlando. But at least this is worthwhile. It says, Mike Ranieri was part of the golden age of Miami radio. WYOD during the 70s, 80s, and 90s was the most entertaining radio station I've ever heard. I grew up listening to them during the 70s when they were known as the Big Entertainers with Mike Winery, Big Wilson, Larry King, and Bill Calder. Larry King, now on CNN, is the only one still alive. Believe it or not, Larry and Bill Calder had a very funny show. They did a se- Yeah, that's because Bill was funny. That's right. They did a segment called Man on the Street that was very funny radio. The station was the voice of the Dolphins since the inception of the team. Rick Weaver, the original play-by-play man, with Larry King and later Hank Goldberg providing color. They were also the longtime voice of the Miami Hurricanes with Sonny Hirsch and Tony Segretto and later Joe Zagacki. And later, Joe Zagaki. Oh, my! Oh, my! Neil Rogers came to the station in the late 80s and brought the station to greatness once again. Mike Ranieri was Neil's lead-in. Oh, yes, those were the days. Steve Kane did Afternoon Drive. Rick and Suds eventually replaced Steve Kane, who went off to New York and failed miserably. Rick and Suds eventually took over mornings, and Phil Henry was brought in to do Afternoon Drive. Are you sure? Rick and Suds, Neil Rogers, and Phil Henry provided some of the best radio ever heard. You hear that? I told you this guy knew his crap. Neil Rogers, Rick and Suds, and Phil Henry provided some of the best radio ever heard. Not just like in this market, not just between such and such a date and such another date. A few years in, Paxson Communications, Inc. bought the station and ran it into the ground. Paxson became Clear Channel, and the station today is, for the most part, schlock radio. And you are... Absolutely correct, sir. Bunch of syndicated crap. With Dr. Laura and Flush and his right-wing paranoia. And then Flush Jr., the Schmidt Show, the most appropriately named show in history, with the Miss Grudge filling in every now and then, with Lynn screening the calls. Too bad you didn't hang up on Ann Coulter. That would have been the best favor you would have done, Lynn, screening them calls. Should have hung up on that bitch. Now, here comes the facts of the year. It's only January 6th. You strapped in? Now, didn't I only moments ago read a fax that said this was my last fax ever? Well, we we never hear from it again. Neil! Nice tone of the show again. Tone underlined in big capital. You start out calling me every name in the book, attacking me personally, and within an hour you're egging me on and taunting me more. In other words, he must still be listening. Have your fun today because this is the end. No more calls. No more faxes. 
Not one of these factions that I contradict myself as far as how good your show has been lately. I still feel that way. Do we care? No. Uh, what I'm saying is you're a prick. You don't worry about my prick, okay, and I won't worry about yours, believe me. I'll always be a fan, except now it'll be from afar. By the way, I drive a forerunner. What's it to you? He drives a forerunner. You know what I just have to say to that? Oh, my! Oh, my! Well, it was in there. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Now, what I really have to say to a guy that drives a forerunner is that. <laughs> yeah, how about her? How come we haven't heard her on the radio lately, huh? All the great broadcasters that Cheap Channel has brought in. I'll never forget that day after Paxson paid me off those seven months and I came back. In fact, no, it wasn't the day that I nearly got killed over there on the uh, turnpike and you came and picked me up and took me to the hospital when I skidded out. Don't you remember that? Of course. Yeah. No, it was before that because I went and actually had my check. See, that was Norma Kent again being a really bad agent, making an arrangement where I had to go get up. I mean, granted, I was getting paid for nothing, but why should I have to schlep down there? I nearly got killed that one day to pick up a paycheck like they couldn't mail it on time. See, they were good like the Beasleys are. They had an excuse all the time. Oh, well, the pony got sick, and it got lost in the storm. Went to Omaha. Oh, you know that check that Muff personally mailed me uh, last year? Or, I mean, the year before that. Still never got there. <laughs> Still hasn't got there yet, the one that I had to make him replace. So, at any rate, I walk to the building, to the Paxson building, which it was in those days, and Fat Boy, I think, was there, and some of the other, uh, yeah, he was out there. And they're all telling me, oh, my God, have you heard? Heard what? Paxson completely getting out of radio who sold it all out to Cheap Channel. That was the day. Right down the street. Now, who's down there? Have we got Kiss down there in that building? Yeah. Now, why is that? Why is Kiss in a building with IOD? Well, everybody was leaving that other building over there. They had this building, the other building, the one that they're at Who now. had? The company, the Beasleys. But they were already into this long-ass lease over here with this building. Yeah. So eventually, so I hear... Oh, We're so in other words, what you're telling me is that we could be working in that building down there, that real right, nice big building, like a real... Oh, man, what, well, right, it's yeah. a palatial building. With all the red and Oh, blue. that's okay. Greg would have turned it into a toilet in no time at all anyway. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, a long-time listener. I never call, but I, I also like Renary a lot. And I thought it was exciting when, when you went over there the first time you used to beat up on... On them, and then when you got over there, that first morning was fabulous to listen to uh, Ranieri, and he was just a pure gentleman, and, yeah. and everything else. And um, I don't know, he was a, he was a great guy. So I like I'd like to call and say that, and keep doing what you're doing, Neil. Okay, thanks. Bye. See you. Yeah, another thing about Mike, boy, I tell you, he had the the blue jacket that he used to wear, and uh, huh, blue windbreaker, and, and also the red one. He had a blue jacket and a red jacket. Now, not a sport jacket. We're not talking about just you know a jacket, a windbreaker. And he would, in fact, a lot of days he would do it, the show, did he always do it with their jacket on? Typically. Yeah, usually. And when it would get to be 10 o'clock, he'd pack up his uh, stuff, and uh, and that would be it. Didn't hang around, didn't cause a lot of trouble, which is why you see here, 1 o'clock comes, I'm out the door within two minutes, tops. I'd be out a lot faster, except Miss Carlos out there at the front, uh, she's always stopped me at the reception desk. Friday, she's telling me about, oh, gonna, guess who I'm going to go see tonight? I said, hey, I can't even imagine. Su Coochie Coochie, he goes to see Susan Lucci. I said, what the hell is she going to be doing? Oh, singing. I said, well, I'm glad she can do something because she sure can't act. 
Man, Carlos, I want to tell you seriously, if anybody in the world looks up the word faggot in the dictionary, they'll see your picture. Wait, wait, there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying you are the definitive faggot. I mean, between Tammy Faye and Susan Lucci and Joan Crawford and I'm sure Diana Ross and everybody, I mean, get with it. Don't forget Hello Kitty. Oh, yeah, Hello Kitty. What a pussy. 5670560. That's what Roy used to say. Here's Orlando. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. All this talk about Ranieri, this might be a little strange, but, you know, everybody's saying, that, you know, how what a terrific talent he was and everything. No, they're not saying that. They're saying he's a nice guy. Okay. Well, here's my suck job to you. I mean, I've never called up and sucked around. I've called the show a bunch of times. Go right ahead, sir. This is the show where suction is allowed. Mike Ranieri can't hear people saying what a nice guy he was and everything. But I've been listening to you for 12 years. I'm going to throw my radio in the garbage the day you're gone. I mean, <laughs> radio is... Four years, man. At least they think it's going to be four years. I'm thinking more like two. I think two years would be enough. But once you're gone, now, you can't What are you smiling hear... about? What do you know? George is smiling. Why are you smiling? You think I'm really going to be here four more years? Six. No. Eight. Um, and another thing, that yeah. real radio that you played about two years ago, or two years, two months ago, mm -hmm. you know, the archives? Mm-hmm. You were talking about Slush Limbaugh a while ago. Yeah. Did you hear him when he was a radio personality? I, I don't listen to him. No, no. Ever. I meant when he changed his name. No. He's on there. It's KQV Pittsburgh. Really? He goes by the name Jeff Christie, 1971. Okay. Uh, I wanted to call you and let you in on that. Thanks for the bad news. Okay, listen, have a great uh, week. You too, Neil. See you. You're actually thinking we're going to be here, we, another Ted. four years? See, you're just, you think you're, and that's, that's a very interesting question. Maybe we'll do that as a poll tomorrow. What's George going to do when Neil retires in a couple of years? I'm going to work on that Afghani pipeline. No, I'm serious. What are you going to do? I've been thinking about that. I never bring it up because I'm afraid to say anything because I don't know what kind of delusions of grandeur you've got. Or maybe at that point you just dump the family I'm and take delusional. off. Yeah. It'd be a good excuse anyway. Move to the mountains. There you go. Well, you got that place that's all paid for up there, right? Right. North Carolina? Be a tobacco farmer. Yeah. With a big chaw in your mouth all the time. That sounds yeah. good. Five, six. See, he's making a joke out of it. I'm trying to, like, uh, be a little bit concerned, a little bit humane here. I, I don't uh, I don't know. Do you think that they're going to put you on the air here? Not these people, no. But somebody will. I reckon. There are people that are hacks that don't get the kind of uh, numbers that I get, even with the tapes. Well, the numbers that you get on this show. Yeah. See? I know. Now you're starting to sound a little like the bird, you know, the numbers that you get. On this show. You think, for example, like if tapes. you were on um, W, well, we don't have any, like on right. the light bulb. <laughs> look, look, look what happened. To, no, seriously, look what happened to Rick and Suds. I know. Me and Boca Brian will uh, put some tapes there out go. there and, uh, you know, we'll do something. I think what Broke he's trying to say, what is this? What, why did somebody fax me this? Comments, Lisa, here's my article I told you about. Why am I getting this? Is this the wrong number? Milk, body, have. fat, and trim it. Huh? Must have faxed it to the wrong number. I see. Oh, no, you know what? We've what been getting it? those a lot. Well, I what think is it's it? It's a fake advertisement. Oh, it's another ad or another fax ad. Man, do I hate those yeah. or what? Quit sending ads and messing up my fax machine. I hate that. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. It's a new year. I know what a lot of you are thinking. How did I gain all of this weight? How did I get so goddamn fat? Well, don't despair, because with the Atkins low-carb diet, those pounds can be gone before you can say, Delights of West Boca, before you can say, P.D. Lenny is a douchebag. 
If you like the West Boca, a mega store for the Atkins. Oh, by the way, in, if Lynn is still listening, asshole. Well, see, I said P.D. Lenny, so asshole. She she loves that when I say that. And she also says, I have a dirty mind. Am I thinking about she? Might. I never thought that you were doing anything with Miss Grudge, okay? Maybe they're doing a lesbian thing. The Lights of West Boca is a megastore for the Atkins diet or any low-carb, sugar-free diet. It's the place to shop. See, now she's going to think that I'm saying that she's a lesbian. I don't, I don't know what she is, and it's her business. What I'm trying to say is they have over 600 delicious low-carb food products, like their new controlled carb chocolate brownies in four scrumptious flavors and only one and a half carbs. So whether it's carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cookies, cheesecakes, pasta, sauces, the Lights of West Boca is the place for all your Atkins needs. And don't forget, at Delights, you can always try it before you buy it. You can always pop a little in your puss. They have a knowledgeable staff. They really know their crap. They're open every day, seven days a week, 10 to 10. And they carry the most complete line of Atkins brand products that always 25% off all day, every day of your life. So by now you've heard the reports about the studies that rate Atkins, one of the most popular and uh, effective diets in the world. So do the smart thing. Head for the number one low-carb, sugar-free store in the universe, the Lights of West Booker, on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, next to Boston Market. Or call 1-877-LOW-CARB or on the web at lowcarb.com. Don't forget, there's only one Delights of West Booker, your official Atkins Retail Center. Sports Radio 560, QAM. Oh, too much. You're in trouble. 1976, it all began. Now, another chapter in this ridiculously drawn-out saga continues. The first one was great. The second one was... Okay, 3, 4, 5 basically bit the baloney, but now, pushing 60, Sylvester Stallone, the Italian stallion, comes off of dialysis for another battle. It's Rocky 6. I don't punch so hard no more. My muscles is all uh, atrophied up pretty good. Rocky 6. Uh, hey, Apollo. Apollo's dead. What? Really? Uh, hey, Mick, is that true? I'm dead, Rock. Don't let that Lipton Brisk commercial fool you, Rock. Uh, I never saw the Lipton Brisk commercial. You're in it, Rock. Adrian. Dead, Rock. Oh, she ain't. Uh, I seen her in that Godfather movie on Bravo. How many years ago was that, Rock? Uh... I don't know. I guess it was a couple. I'm throwing in the white towel, Rock. I thought you was dead. I'm claymation animation, Rock. Rocky Six. Balboa against Strom Thurmond. Uh, wait a minute, but he's like a uh, hundred. So are you, Rock. Hey, why do you keep talking if you're dead, Mick? Rocky Six, because he needs the money. <laughs> Absolutely. 1233 at 560 WQM, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Here's a call from Vero Beach. Hello. Wrong line. Try five. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, long time, like decades-long listener, first-time caller. I just moved up to Vero Beach before the holidays, and I was feeling good getting out of South Florida. I've lived down there all my life and finally got out. And then turned you on this morning and, you know, hear the bad news about uh, Mike. And it almost feels like part of my childhood is gone because I listened to him for so many years, to you and him and, so many others, and it's just, uh, you know, it's going to be, I'm going to be lost without him. Okay. And? And thanks for calling. Okay. Let's see. I mean, was I supposed to follow after the end or him? Five six seven oh five sixty. We got one call on the board, and that's it. We got 25 minutes to go here till the Mad Dog. I think what we'll do is leave early today. Okay. What do you think? I think that's a good idea. We're, I mean, we're done. It looks like the audience is done. I think we took care of pretty much everything we needed to take care of uh -huh. today. 
You know, I was just telling Georgia, like a real newspaper on their website, they add on breaking news or stories that they didn't have in time for the morning edition or they didn't find out about in time. For the... So, like, you go to their website, and they'll have some updated stories. So I go to the Sun Sentinel website during the break, and I notice there is one that says breaking story, which uh, whatever the hell it is. Uh, there's still nothing there about Ranieri dying. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Okay. Yeah, I've been listening to you my whole life, man. I would never want to see you leave, but uh, if, if about six months. <laughs> but if you think uh, George, that that anti-Semitic drug addict, is going to take over for yeah, you, okay, okay, Avi, isn't that who that was? Guaranteed. Five, six, and I didn't say he was going to take over for me, but we're not interested in assholes like you, okay? Not interested. Professional Jews like yous. Here's a call from Doral. Hello. Booga, booga. Miami, hello. Miami. Buenos yeah, Dias. hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, who died, man? Mike Ranieri. Who's he? Exactly. Five six seven oh five sixty. It's uh, asshole half hour. I didn't realize that it's the asshole hour, and we're off to an excellent start. Here's a lady in Boca. Hello. Hi Neil. I didn't know I'd be in this stellar moment. You well, know, in the asshole hour. But, what can I um, tell you? Anyway, Mike Ranieri. Gosh, I listened to him for a long time on WIOD, and one of the best times. I mean, I just I loved him, but one of the best times was when I. He actually, I won Skybox tickets from him to go see the Green Bay game, and mm -hmm. it was just the best time in my life. And <laughs> I'm really sad to hear that he's passed on. Okay, thanks for calling. Bye. See you. Well, there's a nice lady. We haven't had too many ladies on the show today. Have we had any ladies? No. A couple. Not much. The usual same stuff, but the thing that's alarming is taking a look at that pool with the Julio stations. We have no Julios anymore. Maybe all of our Julios listen to a power. I don't think so, because there's only nine. they got nine votes. Look at that. Radio Rawansi has got none. AMR's got one. I don't think they know one from the other one anyway. Uh, now, we got no Spicks anymore. I think George drove them all away. We better start working real hard. Maybe by reading that ad there from uh, 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 DirecTV or whatever it was. Maybe the people that listen uh, to those stations TV? are actually listening to those stations. No, but the question is, what's the best FM station in South Florida? We have plenty of people listening to the show who don't listen to the sports segments. or who, I mean, do you listen to the same station all the time? No. In this town? No. God forbid. Here's Lantana. Hello. Yes, Neil. Do you ever watch the game show, uh, Watch My Line? Yes. Okay, I'm a mystery caller. Uh, I want to see if you can guess who this is. Uh, yeah, it's Reverend Jones. Go get lost. Get a life. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Plantation. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm cracking up from that Reverend Jones. Even though he's an idiot, he is very funny when he calls because he's just a moron. Um, I don't wanted to let you ask you if you were listening to Mike like in the last couple of weeks. Have you heard him at all? Or no. Uh, I mean, he sounded bad the last. I, I wanted to call when everybody was calling last time. Saying he sounded drunk on the air. Oh, but it's, uh, it's a shame that he died. Well, doesn't that, doesn't that make you feel bad though? Now while uh, calling and saying that. Yeah, well, yeah. Sorry. Doesn't that make you feel like crap? No, I mean I liked him. I just, you know, he he, he really did sound 
sounded like. No, no, I understand what you're saying. I, I don't know whether he had a stroke or what the deal was there at the end, but doesn't that make you feel like useless and like a real scumbag having called and said that? Uh, I don't, I'm not, not, not trying to make you feel any worse, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right, I get you. Okay, I'll see you on the roof at Pompano Park. Here's a call from Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Uh, I was listening to your show, and uh, uh, I've been listening to Mike Ranieri for many, many years. I was wondering if you would sure, certainly know, there used to be a lady on uh, on the radio with Mike Ranieri named Sandy Payton, who yeah. was apparently, I, I got the impression that they were very good friends. I was just wondering if, if you had heard anything from her. I haven't heard, I've got no idea. I, th I think she now. ran off in her pickup truck with Ann Bishop's body is what we heard. Well, good. I hope She's not on the air anymore. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. She wasn't okay. one of my favorite people. She was not? No. Oh. In, in addition to which, now that you mention her name, other than Mike, she didn't have any friends inside that building. They, she was another one that put on a real good air on, on the radio, you know, like yeah. Goody Two-Shoes. Yeah. And inside yeah. the building, they hated her like poison. Well, that's interesting. All right, well, thanks very much. I okay, and have a great day. Thank you. 5670560. Oh, Pound 560 on the AT&T. Is that to go with that Hawaiian shirt that Dick Feinberg gave me? Yeah. Here's South Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Kind of devastated by the news about Mike Ranieri. He was like a very reassuring voice in the morning, mm -hmm. you know, the old-timers. Yeah. Seemed to be kind of just fading and fading off there. And I hope you're keeping away from those white hots, and I hope you stick around for a long time, Neil. But well, that was George's doing on Friday. He ought to be horsewhipped for that. I didn't, wasn't looking for any food. This is the game that he plays. Well, I brought some soup, but I'm hungry. He always, like, leaves the opening for me to, you know. It's like, it's like people that bring candy into the house and leave it around. Like, like setting a trap for a rat. Like, yeah. Like, it's like trying to find Christina Aguilera and putting a piece of cheese at the door, you know. <laughs> All right, Neil. Have a great Love day, you. pal. See you, pally. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T, and Verizon Wireless Line. Here's Weston. Hello. Mike's an asshole. Let's try uh, Okeechobee. Hello. Hey, Anthony. What a phone connection. Yes, sir. Yeah, sorry about my cell phone. <laughs> I'd like to express my uh, regrets to the Renary family. Uh, this is the Mikey Mike all the way back in the Cleveland in 1963. On Wixie. He was out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, WIXY. And spoke to him a couple times, and we reminisced about the old days uh, when he was on the radio. And, and we sure liked him. He was a great guy, and we're sure going to miss him. Okay, thanks for calling, pal. Thanks okay. very much. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line, the best FM station in South Florida. They all suck 228. WLRN 37. Zeta 25, Big 24, Magic 21, kind of sliding now. I guess the Build Me Up Buttercup people are kind of, we ran out of them. Kiss has still got 11. Power 10, EDR be having 10. Party Radio's got 8, Mike. 8 votes for the Big Party Radio. Life has got 8. Love 7, and then from there it's like single digits. Let's see the ones that still have no votes. Aren't you shocked that there's still ones that have, like we got 402 no. votes? Uh, only two of them. And they're both SPIC stations. Radio uh, Romancia. WRMA and WXDJ both have the big oh! at this point. 18 to 1. Jim Mandich at 1 o'clock. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. 
socks, you should have. Really like to fuck you. They're going to be suicidal. So anyway, Mad Dog is borrowing the uh, Ranieri cart there. By the way, put the uh, quarter in the slot on the way out. Where's he going to play and it? Likewise. I beg your pardon? I don't know when they're going to play it. They'll play it when he feels good and ready to play it. I'm loaning that out to our good, close, personal friend, the Mad Dog, who's, uh, you know, it's the least we can do for him to try to bring him back. He looks a little bit better today. Last week he was really down from last uh, last Sunday's game that often lost the choke job. And, of course, Friday night, of course, he went to Michigan, and they, you know, they won their game. So he's not going to take the U.M. game as seriously as he might claim he will. He won't. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, just a couple of Ranieri memories. Uh, when I was a kid growing up, he used to answer the uh, phone cold. Ranieri, good morning. And it just brought back some memories. And then the other one was uh, his restaurant down in South Dave. We used to go there as a family and eat a lot. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, so I he forgot was, uh, about that. Yeah, Mike was Mike was a good guy. As a kid growing up, he was when, when he was in the restaurant. We were there. He would always come over and say hello and. He's a good guy, and uh, in closing, we'll listen to George uh, whatever station he's on, whenever he comes on. There you go. There's a there's a vote for you, George. Thanks a lot, Neil. And thank you. George says, give my regards to Broadway. See, there's a start. you got to start with one. That's what we do on this station. Of course, we're waiting for them billboards <laughs> and all the other big promotion from the Beasley people. That's coming. That's what Greg says. It's coming. That's what Scruan said. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. And Verizon line. Yeah, Mandich looks a little bit better today. Friday, boy, he looked Thursday and Friday. Whoa, like hell boiled over from that dolphin loss. Seriously, he came in here last Thursday and he looked during the break. We're you know bonding a little bit. Hadn't seen him for a month or two. Have a little chat, and he's asking me to analyze why the Dolphins choked and how they fell apart and lost that game in New England. And of course, I'm sitting here with my Tom Brady picture on my uh, on my thing here on my thing. Here's uh, a lady from somewhere. Is this Palm Beach? I'm kind of lost. Here's uh, Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Long-time listener. I haven't called you in a long time. And I wanted to throw my two cents in on, the, on my favorite radio station since I can't get to my computer for a while. Okay. I like NPR. Aside from you and the Panther broadcast, radio down here is the pits. Okay. I, I like NPR because they play jazz at night. There you go. It's the only station that plays jazz. You got elevator music on uh, Love, mm-hmm. 
And uh, just a little thought I'd let you know. Okay, Your thanks. great. Everything else stinks. Okay, thanks. <laughs> uh, everything stinks, folks, okay? Can you smell it? Here's a call from Jupiter. Hello. I don't get it, man. The New York Jets are two games away from the Super Bowl, and you guys are talking a bunch of crap. Good. Excellent. Because we don't care about the Jets or the Super Bowl on this show. How do you like that? Go, In fact, go to Columbus. You can hang out with those kids. Maybe they'll let you in their dorm, but I doubt it. You sound like a pervert to me. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I've, been, I've lived in Miami since I uh, was 14. I'm 48 now. I've I'm so sorry. Since, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pray for me. But um, <clears throat> hearing about Mike, uh, I just uh, was reminiscing. It was, what I've been doing all morning is thinking about some of the uh, really good things about this town and the area that have passed. Mm-hmm. That my kids are never going to see or hear. It's kind of sad, you know. So, just sadness. Um, is it true what you were saying about Henry Barrow and what he did to Mike? Yes. Um, I'm. You probably won't play it, but I'm going to. I'll just close by saying that uh, it's going to take probably forever for that taste and smell to get out of his mouth. <laughs> okay. All right, Neil. Have Love a great day. Why the hell wouldn't I play that? You know the one he's talking about. Yep. Where Henry says... It takes forever to get that taste and smell out of your system. Yeah, that's what Mark Benson said, too. Now, maybe that smell was in another language. 5670560. Oh, oh, listen, he was like only a shade away from Amy Schaefer as far as his psychosis and also Enos the Pinochera. All these good names are coming back to me now from those citizens of Dade United days. Although I don't know why I'm picking on them now because all of our spicks, they've all disappeared. Nice going, George. Whatever you do, you get your next show. Don't get it on a spick station. Oh, okay. Here's Fort, here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, he was fairly entertaining, uh, Mike Ranieri, on the radio, but shouldn't you really call it the Seaman Wiesenthal Center? Because, you know, another Nazi that's dead. Was there a more anti-Semitic? Oh, brother. What is this man talking about? Five, six, seven. Oh, you know, some of you people are so sick that it's just amazing to me that you can get out of bed in the morning and look in the mirror. Maybe they just, maybe they shave blind. Maybe they don't shave. Maybe they have somebody shave them. Here's Miramar. Hello. Hey, uh, I'm listening about this Mike Ranieri, and you mentioned he had a restaurant down in Miami. Is this the same one that had one there in Hollywood on the corner of Hollywood Boulevard? No, that was, that was, Ranier, that was Ranierio's. It wasn't the same thing. Oh, okay. In fact, that, that right. was, that was the guy who uh, started the Boca Burger thing, had that Ranierio's. I don't remember what his name was. I was just wondering because I used to go over there a whole lot to eat, and, and I was just wondering about it. Is that place? You, is that is that place gone? Uh, no, it's still there. It's still there. Okay, thanks. Thank you, sir. What was his name? Do you remember the guy with the uh, uh, Boca Burgers, Chef uh, Schwartz, whatever he was? Wow. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, he came by. He's doing films now. He gave me his card. Really? One of these appearances. How do you like that? So there you go, folks. I'm the guy to put Ronaldo. Boca Burgers on the map. Chef Ronaldo, very good. He was a good guy. And boy, they, I'll tell you, we really made that Boca Burger thing. But where's my check? You know, if the Boca Burger people would send me a check, a couple million, Bagel Bites, Ben and Jerry's, Fish Food. You know, if each of these organizations would send me what I have coming, you know, like half a million here, a couple of million there, I'd just let George take over the show tomorrow. Say, okay, here you go, baby. Handing the keys over to you. Now you think they might change the lock by Wednesday? Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. What's up, Booger Booger? 
Here's Plantation. Hello. Uncle Neil? Yes, sir. Was the, did the Sun Sentinel uh, advertise the uh, death uh, of... Uh, did they like, advertise it? I mean, did they announce it? I'm sorry, announce No, it. they did not. Not even today? No. Did Bouncer Smith, Captain Bouncer check in? No. That bum. All right. Have a good one. Okay. No, like I said, I checked, and maybe I missed it. If I missed it, I apologize profusely, but we got too many people listening to the show, and if they would have had it in there over the weekend, certainly they don't have it today because I got my son sitting in my waste basket here right now, and I scoured it from cover to cover, from pillar to post. Maybe it's on the, uh, I don't know. What do you think? I doubt it. Maybe it's on the inside front page. You know that sometimes on page two they have things like that. Let me take a look. Because I don't want to be ripping them an ass and then find out that it was in there and, you know, look more stupid than I usually do. I don't see it. I see Carl Gustav, the Swedish king. I see George Clooney, which, quite frankly, if I see him again, it'll be too soon. I see Camilla Parker Bowles and Prince Charles with that ugly, obnoxious puss of his. I don't see nothing about Mikey. There's Tom Jicka. Really on top of things, baby. You're really doing it. Not. Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I just wanted to tell you that I worked with both you and Mikey uh, many, many, many years ago. Uh, and uh, I will never forget, I uh, was also with the Grand Prix, and I had the pleasure of driving Mike on a, uh, on a pace car ride that was so bad he almost pooped his pants. The guy was incredible. He mm -hmm. was he really understood what what uh, cool radio was all about and making people happy in the morning. Yeah. And I'm really going to miss him. And uh, thanks for staying on the air yourself, kiddo. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye. Speaking of that, you know, I the first time I ever met Mike Ranieri, I was working at WKAT, and he was an IOD. So I was, like, in the little leagues to say I'd just come to the market. And we both had the same sponsors, some kind of a carpeting company, something like that, and who I don't know how it worked out, but the agency arranged for us both to be there to meet with the company at the same time. And here I'm working at KAT, and he was at IOD. And he was just as nice to me as if we were on the same radio station. How do you like that? Which is quite, a, quite, quite different when you consider the fact that I'm working on the same radio station with certain other people. I don't want to mention any names or just singular name. See the difference? Oh, yeah. When you're supposed to be part of a team? With psychotic, neurotic people with bad varicose veins and crappy wigs that keep falling off to one side. That's what Mad Dog said during the game last Sunday, that it like completely fell off. That's what he just told me. Did you hear that? That's what he said. Drop right on the floor. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey. How you doing? Okay. Hey, uh, listen. Can you play a request? Maybe. Today or maybe. Possible. Uh, it's my old uh, grandfather. He's 90 years, 90 years old, that old Jaime Angle. Oy. He wanted to hear... Sitting on a bus, uh, what, sitting on a bench in Delray. It's been so long since you played it, I forgot the name of it. <laughs> yeah, it's been so long since I played it? It's been a long time. Oh, it sounds like it's playing now. Okay, Neil. See I you. love your show. See you. I, I, I don't, that's See all you. I have to say right now. Don't Thank step you. on the bed. Get out of here already. My wife took the car to the mall. She drives my Buick and she's three feet tall. I wouldn't ride with her, no way. I said I'd meet her there later today So I'm just sitting on a bench in Delray Waiting for the lolly bus to take me away Oi, I'm just sitting on a bench in Delray 
60 WID. I'm just thinking about it because when Mandish came in and I loaned him that cart with the Renirio theme on it, uh, most of us on his station, in fact, especially when Defoe was here in the morning before we got uh, what we got now, uh, almost all of us worked at IOD together. Right. Yours truly and Hank mm -hmm. and Mad Dog and Renirio and Defoe. Yeah. Kimbo. Kimbo. There you go. Anybody else? Did you say Josie? And, of course, Joe Zagaki. Yeah, him too. Shocking, isn't it amazing? Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Miami, buenos dias. Hello. Yes, sir. I, I think I know where all your billboards are. You need to hire a depot agent because he has billboards up on I-95. Yeah, we know that. Oh, he sent I didn't for, know you know that. He's had him for a long time. Maybe he's hiring his agent. No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, let's hire a depot's agent, huh? Or at least get the hold of some of his friends with the Indians. That might do it. But we got the big billboard campaign this month. Isn't that what we heard? Yeah. Isn't that what they told us? Uh-huh. And as I told Norma Kent yesterday, I'll believe it when I see it, when I see the very first one. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to see pictures of it. I want to see it with my own eye. Okay? I want to lay my eye right on it like Columbo and spy it for myself. But that's the way it is here at QAM. They talk a good game, and they lie, and they lie, and they promise, and they lie. But you know something the checks do clear? Sometimes it's a little bit of a hassle getting them, but once you wrestle them out of their hands. But the good news is Clarence said he and the Beast had a really good time out there together in Vegas, or in, wherever the hell, in Arizona, Tempe. He said they took a good Tempe together. He said he's not really sure what he hit, but he said it was like somewhere in the folds when they were like doing their thing. He said not exactly sure where he buried it, but we're like somewhere in a fold somewhere. Anyway, the Mad Dog, Jim Mandage, coming up next. We got the Humper back from vacation from Shula's at 3, the Big O at oh! 7, Eddie K at 10, and Joe and Mark back from their honeymoon together at the 2 to 6 in the morning. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Where's the ladies' room? <laughs> 